Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something that Yeah, nothing but Netflix is back here, and we have uh, a very fun movie to talk about here today. Of course, uh, we told you last week we're going to be watching a movie, uh, a French film from 2018 on Netflix. It's called Nothing to Hide, the story of a bunch of people who go to a dinner party and decide that they are going to put their phones on the table and everybody will read the text messages and listen to the phone calls that come in all in one dinner party. And we are here with a man who said this would be his worst nightmare to be at this dinner party. It is the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. Did I, did I say that? Did no, I say my yet. worst but I, nightmare? But I, but I thought that because uh, uh, now... At the dinner party, they read all the text messages. I, I'm assuming this would be like Insta DMs and mm. Twitter DMs. Mm. Yeah, when when the, when the movie started, I thought to myself, I'd be okay with this. I don't even have a lock on my phone. Like you know, I'm yeah. like whatever. I'm not hiding anything. But then as the movie started to progress, and like smaller issues arise that you really don't think of as like scandalous, but just kind of like private, you're like, huh. Maybe I don't want people to know about, you know, like my chiropractor trip or, you know, mm. they don't want your friends worried about you or, you know, find out you're having surgery or something like that. So I was like, OK, all right, you have a point. Maybe this isn't great. But just at first glance, I thought, no, this would be fun. I would love to air out all my thoughts on a social media platform or something like that. Maybe uh, perhaps uh, Twitter, okay. you know, something I do pretty publicly, I think. You do it pretty publicly uh, that you are yeah. like so not private that you just like, uh, <laughs> r- r- you know, put your business out in the world like all day long. That is just like people are like uh, you're so public. It's private. Right. You make your target so big that yes. it just disappears. You know, yes. if somebody game, wanted Rob. to find out like some piece of personal info, they'd have to sift through hundreds of tweets. You're like, we just can't. He, he just doesn't stop talking. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That That's the beauty of it. You know, mm-hmm. so. I think that's that's my that's my strategy. But Rob, what did you think about the premise of this game 
put your phone in the middle of the table. And then if it rings, you just read out loud, whatever message notification, or you play literally your phone call Mm -hmm. on speaker for everybody in the room to hear it. Yeah. I mean that you're talking about that. uh, What, how would I react to actually being part of this? Yeah. Would you, would you have gone along with this? Fine. Like uh, nobody, Mm -hmm. nobody is texting me anything that's uh, particularly interesting. You think anybody's mm-hmm. calling me, Chappelle? Rob, like, I would I, call you if you allowed me to. <laughs> like, if you gave me your number, I would call you. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't need it. No, nah, this is what I need Rob's number for. You don't need I it. Call him for? Yeah, yeah. We're not friends. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure you have important business messages that you don't need everybody knowing. see that's the thing rob some of these conversations yeah they sound like oh like oh you want to keep that secret but even in your dealings as you know network boss you know there is some like yeah. human resources things that you want to keep so, to yourself but if i was like at know. a dinner party with like other couples like uh they probably could care less about anything that's going on in my phone Right. But then you get like this message like, oh, wait, Tyson's going to be taking a break from News AF to go work for CBS Plus. What was it called? <laughs> CNN, CNN Plus. Plus. Right. And you can't tell everybody that because it's top secret. Yeah, but Tyson told you that. I had to sit on that right. for a long time. Yeah. But, but we're like, read it. Read it to us. Tell mm-hmm. us about Tyson and tell his, us. what was it? Seven, 78 episodes on <laughs> CNN yes. Plus. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, Rob. It doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal, but some things just need to be kept private. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to talk through this movie. You are welcome to go and watch the movie. It is on Netflix. Uh, you could do dubs or subs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either one. You know, I think when it comes to the French movies, I, I, do what you prefer. Do what you prefer. We don't, we don't shame here. We don't uh, shame. Because I'm, I'm a dubs guy. Right, right. You're, you're a dubs guy. I'm I don't definitely... have that kind of class to be a subs guy. I'm no, I'm the sub in most things in life. So mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Like I was a substitute teacher, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, but you get to choose. You get to choose your own adventure here. Um, not a choose your own adventure story, but do what makes you comfortable. But maybe Rob, we should be encouraging people to go watch it on Netflix because based on what I'm seeing, I don't know how much longer Netflix is gonna be able to sustain this if people are just listening to us. Yeah. I we'll see we'll see what goes on with Netflix. I, I think that people are a little hysterical about like uh just how bad things are over at Netflix. Yeah, but nothing but uh Netflix offices are chilling. We feel we feel good right no now. No layoffs coming at nothing but Netflix. Oh dear God, I hope so. You know, mm-hmm. the they say last one in, first one out. I I don't think that looks good for me. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, look that I, I don't know what, like, uh, if, you know, they just like, uh, over expanded, uh, maybe there won't be quite as many shows coming out every single week. Uh, but we only cover one a week. Right. And so that means even if they stop dropping new stuff, we still have yeah, archives, plenty of and archives right? including this. From and, that's what we, and that's what we did this week. And this was something that got on my radar that, uh, I watch on like sometimes on TikTok. That they'll just be like, uh, so, and I don't know if these are like sort of like if people are actually like doing these like organically or if they are like sort of like promotion. Uh, and like the little bit that I know about the world, uh, it probably is promotion, like some sort of paid promotion. But there'll be somebody that like the I, I just watched the most incredible movie uh, on TikTok. This movie or the or on Netflix. This movie is wild. And they sort of like gave the plot. And I was like, oh, oh that does seem interesting. That sounds like. And so when it came up in discussion, it's like, yeah, I actually uh, did want to see that. And I think you made a good call because, Rob, this, was, this movie is wild. This yeah. movie is wild 
beyond my wildest dreams. Like, I did not know where we were going. I thought some scandalous text messages might come out. You know, that's kind of where you would think. But there are some twists and turns in this one that I just could not have yeah. foreseen. And so I am happy that even though your choice did not win the poll that we did last week. Choose or die. We to, yeah, no, we did the poll last oh, week yeah. and it was oh, okay. uh, Abercrombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was that, very fun with win. Naomi Calhoun last week. Uh, had a fun time right. uh, going through all of that. Um, I, I saw a news article. Uh, TMZ tweeted out that uh, LFO uh, will not be removing the uh, lyric, uh, I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch when they are touring this summer uh, after the scandalous documentary. I mean, if they if they remove that lyric, Rob, what else are they going to see? Yeah, it's like, can you imagine you go to uh, go see an LFO concert? And they don't, and they yeah. don't sing that lyric. And so like, you're like, like, you're like play summer girls. And they're like, they're like no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But what else are they going to do at that point? You know, like the LFO would basically be a cover band. They could just do other I like girls that play Nintendo bands. switch. Oh yeah. no, not, not the kids bop version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, they, they, they cannot. I don't care if Abercrombie is canceled, Abercrombie and Fitch is canceled, which they're not. They seem to be doing well. Um, mm -hmm. But if they were canceled, I think LFO has to hold on to that one. They just have to ride that one until the wheels falls off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what like, do y'all want from I like, them? You know? I, I like girls who watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. <laughs> so he likes elderly women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm joking. Millennials, y'all aren't that old. We. This elder millennials. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of y'all, Rob. Never mind. Anyway, continue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna talk about nothing to hide. We're gonna go through the whole movie uh, so that you can you can come along for the ride, and we'll we'll tell you the story of nothing to hide. If you uh, don't have time to go back and watch, it's actually uh, like it, it, with uh, uh, Pete Davidson uh, would be approved. This was not a long ass movie. Short was what do you did he uh want short ass movies? Pete Davidson? Yeah. I, I don't know. when you start talking about length and Pete Davidson, I just kind of tune out. Yeah. Okay. Like yes. I feel like this is getting this is getting whoa, yeah, this is short, getting uh, short ass movies. Uh that's yeah. what Pete Davidson wants. Okay. Gotcha. This is uh uh short movie energy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, this was it wasn't extreme it wasn't extremely short, but you know. Good quick watch. What was it like? Uh, like it, I mean, yeah. it's less than an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nothing to hide. Um, the movie takes place against the backdrop of a lunar eclipse. Uh, they, they really tried to make this a thing. The lunar eclipse. Um, <laughs> they, they, they didn't need this. Uh, don't don't they though? Because of like the end of the movie, I think the lunar eclipse is necessary. Like you have to say it so that at the end you're like, oh, okay, okay. wow. But aside from that, I mean, dream sequence or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. So, uh, but uh, because it's a lunar eclipse, and there's like a narrator that sort of, sort of sets up like uh, every once in a while, there's a lunar eclipse, and they say like during a lunar eclipse, strange things happen. 
Yeah, Rob, they're talking about this on the news. Yeah. You know, this is like the news report where they're saying, hey, for the first time since 1998, lunar eclipse is happening. But also, just based on science, mm-hmm. of course, weather conditions are cool, yeah. but incredible things happen at the precise moment that the moon is completely hidden. Time is said to stand still and your deepest sins are washed away and your soul is condemned to be trapped <laughs> uh, for the rest of eternity. Yeah. But it's but that's just a legend. That's a it's legend a that legend. they talked about on the news. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that true? Your sins are sort of uh, <laughs> washed away in lunar eclipse. I, I'm, I think they I've made never that heard up. that part. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they made that up. I'm okay. pretty sure like these Frenchmen. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they have they have wild imaginations. Yeah. I think I think that's made up. Yeah. Um, no, I'm so uh, that. So th- I mean, I guess there is some talk of like during a lunar eclipse that uh, that it does. Oh? Yeah. Uh, it can okay. uh, wash away wash your, your sins. sins. Since the lunar eclipse <laughs> is seen as a dark time, uh, it is said that one must take a bath and wash away all negativity to ensure mm-hmm. uh, one staves the ill effects of the phenomenon. And actually, I'm really uh, furious right now, uh, Chappelle, because uh, one, somebody that you have some smoke with, um, I, I clicked on a link for the stupid uh, Omer Emu shirt. And now I'm on websites and I'm getting like uh, all of the ads are that stupid emu shirt. Yeah. Omar is not happy with me right now mm-hmm. because he listened to the RHAP B&B and I had some words for him and his outfit choice and his mm-hmm. lack of pants. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that, uh, look at him ruining both our lives now. Emu classic cotton t-shirt. <laughs> Pre-shrunk. No. Medium. Stop it. How do I cleanse my browser of the emu shirt? <laughs> Get out of me. I can't look at this bird. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be everywhere now. It's, okay. And it's a terrifying bird. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So that so we're, there's going to be a dinner party. Some old friends, mm-hmm. been friends for 35 years, are, are reuniting. Uh, I guess that, uh, was this like a friends group or like uh, the, the guys are friends? I, I couldn't tell. So I know some of the guys go way back. A couple of them talk about how they were friends in elementary school. But ultimately... It's couples, you know, all the couples are linking up um, and it's supposed to be what? Four pairs of yes. uh, people. Yes. Um, but uh, one of the people has come alone because their uh, significant other could not make it. Yeah. All right. So we meet uh, the hosts of the dinner party. Uh, that is uh, Vincent and Marie. Uh, Vincent. We open up on Vincent. Uh, Vincent is on his phone looking at some photos. I'm like, how did this guy get Chappelle's phone? Rob, oh my gosh, Rob, my phone is uh, pure as the driven snow. Uh, how dare you? Uh, Vincent, that, uh, listen, as a wholesome person like Vincent, our phones have science and stuff in it. And yes. Vincent was looking at some suggestive photos because Vincent is a plastic surgeon. Yes, uh, he was. This was work for him. He was at, he was at work. It's work for all of us, isn't it? You know, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Who are who are me to judge? Uh Vincent is a plastic surgeon. He does uh operations like uh breast augmentation and BBL augmentation. Yeah. Uh yeah. That, he he does he he does it all. He's married to a woman named Marie. Uh they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we uh daughter's name uh, is not important. They they Margo. have a teenager, Margo. It's- it's Margo. Margo. She's she Margo. has the the daughter has a name. Same name, yes. Same name as uh Stephen Fishback's daughter. Uh and uh Margo's a teenager. Uh she's going to a party. 
uh, mom, uh, Marie, uh, Marie, Marie. Uh, mm-hmm. finds out that she is uh, has a box of uh, prophylactics uh, on her. Yeah, Margot's on the way to Zoe's party, but Marie has gone through her stuff. She doesn't trust her daughter enough to let her go because I don't know. She's just moving weird. So mm-hmm. mom went ahead and, and, and reached into the bag and pulled out this box of condoms. Box but of, of course, condoms. Says, yes. Yeah. Mark, Margo, you don't need them. Do you? I mean, a box. Oh, yeah, well, a lot, I mean, that's a lot of condoms. Yeah, grab, yep. grab, a, grab a handful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Anyway, but yeah, she got the whole box and she's about to go to this uh, party at Zoe's house. But um, of course, Marie is not happy. She's, what are you doing? Why are you taking all these uh, condoms? I, I believe Margo is like 17, so she's concerned. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Margo just says, they're not mine. Uh, sorry, there is Zoe's, and I was just kind of like holding them for them. So get mm-hmm. over it, mom. Gosh, yeah. get out of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Stop yelling at me. All right. Uh, we meet another couple. Uh, this couple is uh, Charlotte and Marco. And Charlotte and Marco, a little bit of a different stage in life. Uh, they have young ki- young children. They have uh, little kids. And uh, they have a babysitter. Marco's mom lives with them. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and the kids are uh, out of control. Relatable. Well, 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 I don't know if it's the kid's fault. The mother-in-law doesn't seem like she's able to kind of reel the kids in. So Marco and Charlotte end up calling. They FaceTime and say, hey, mom, make sure you put the kids to bed. And the kids are just jumping on the couch going crazy because you know how grandmas are. They're not mm-hmm. going to enforce too many rules here. The kids are having a good time. But you can tell instantly that Charlotte's not okay with this. She's kind of glaring at Marco the moment he's like, oh, let me call my mom. She's kind of rolling her eyes. She either has a really big issue with Marco's mom or an issue with Marco's relationship with his mom. Yeah. And then we meet couple number three. Uh, they seem like they're like uh, the fun couple. Uh, that's Thomas and Leah. Uh, I guess they are the newlyweds. Uh, so we're sort of like seeing like three couples. It's sort of like at different stages in the relationship uh, where Thomas and Leah are sort of like, the the new relationship they're very flirty uh, lots of pda going on there with uh thomas and leah uh we have where uh charlotte and marco are sort of like uh, like young kids it's it's not going well and uh you know vincent and marie that they have the older daughter but they're sort of like uh like there's like it, it may not be hot and heavy but it's there's peace yeah there's peace there's a little there's a- Little hits of tension between sure. um, between uh, Vincent and his wife, uh, Marie, because the daughter, right? The mm. daughter is very clearly like getting older and she's just rejecting her mom, you know, and trying to like her mom's efforts to be in her life. So mom is going to Vincent and saying, Vince, man, what's up? Like, why is she acting like this? We have to parent her better. Like, We have to be more intrusive into her life because this is like a crucial age for her. But she's a psychiatrist. Maybe her daughter doesn't feel that comfortable talking to her as a psychiatrist. She just wants a parent. And so there's some there's some issues there, too. But, yeah, they are the more seasoned couple, it seems. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of seasoning, uh, so <laughs> Vincent is putting together this whole dinner. Chappelle, I feel like you're more of a foodie than I am. Uh, what do you think about uh, Vincent's spread here over the course of the night? Uh, Vincent... Vincent is making some bold choices throughout this bold film. Choices, yeah. Um, yeah, he's picking things that are highbrow, 
to feed to his friends who could probably just be fine with a cheeseburger or something. Uh, he wants to make them uh, foie gras and milk, which is uh, interesting. Uh, and there's like other dishes that you just wouldn't, they're not very casual. Like he's very much giving them an upscale dinner, um, even though mm-hmm. they don't all love it. I mean, foie gras is a choice. That's basically like what liver goose liver and to cook it in milk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wouldn't yeah, be no, don't get me wrong. Like, well, hey, uh, hey, Vincent, you got any stew? Right, yeah. yeah. Like, we know how much you love stew. Like, <laughs> oh, it's foie gras yeah. stew. What um, else does he yeah. He has like, um, like, what, did, what does he do with the broccoli? Yeah, he had a broccoli uh, puree. Broccoli to, like, puree? Follow that up. Yeah. Right. He what did is like this, a big fear cheese. factor? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that uh, a fear factor meal? They were eating roaches on there. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think they ate roaches on Fear Factor, right? I think so, at one point, yeah. Yeah. I think they they ate everything on there. Mm-hmm. Except foie gras. They didn't eat foie gras. And milk, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, so the couple's there. They're waiting on Ben. Nobody's met Ben's date, the fourth couple. They're more excited to see Ben's date than they are to see Ben. You know, they yeah. like to the point where when Ben shows up, everybody crowds the door trying to see who is this magical woman who he's brought around mm-hmm. because Ben has recently been divorced. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, any, any other details about uh, the group? We find out some like little, like um, little things. Uh, Marco uh, waxes his chest. This is like uh, Mar- talked about. Marco waxes his chest. He moisturizes. He's very particular. Like Rob, Robbie, kind of like you. He's very picky. He don't like to mm-hmm. eat a lot of stuff. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of dietary restrictions, and so uh, he's like. A foie gras and milk, you know I don't like dairy, and also not a big fan of this. Not a great fan of that. Like anytime somebody mentions food, just kind of glance over mm-hmm. at Marco to see him kind of making yeah. a face or getting ready to tell somebody how he can't eat it. Now, Chappelle, now I resent that a little bit because I, I don't think I'm a very picky you hate eater. I, I don't want to talk <laughs> about food. It's not that I like <laughs> I have a million things food. I won't eat. Well, I'm know, not Rob. Jason like Reed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yo, Jason Reed hates food. He's like chicken nugget me now, you know. <laughs> and and then you would think, you know what? Yeah. But you know what's in chicken nuggets? Jason mm-hmm. Reed, grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Eventually, Ben comes in. Uh. Unfortunately, his date couldn't make it. She has the stomach flu. Yeah, and so uh, no miffle. Is it milf miffle? Yeah, I guess there's some sort of, uh, again, I don't know how the the French translation uh, worked. I don't know if they have uh, a similar acronym, uh, but they thought that maybe uh, he might have a, um, a, maybe maybe have been bringing over a single mom. Yeah, a mom that he probably would like to engage in acts with. Yeah, that's what they were thinking because apparently Ben has a type. He likes the, uh, the older woman. And so they're expecting him to maybe bring in someone who, you know, a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of questions about Ben's uh, date who isn't there, a uh, new relationship. Uh, the, I guess the test is that they say, uh, do you talk on the phone for more than 30 minutes a day? If you are on the phone for more than 30 minutes a day, that's love, Chappelle. Uh, agree or disagree? That might be love because I don't know that. <laughs> I ain't mm-hmm. talking to nobody on the phone every day for 30 minutes. There's not a person in this world. And so uh maybe that's love. Yeah. I don't know, Rob. You you got love. You tell yeah. me. Well, I remember I used to talk to my wife uh on the phone for hours. 
And yeah. uh, that just seems unimaginable to me right now. <laughs> All right, Roxroy, keep it. Uh, I mean, keep and, it cute. And, and, <laughs> I, I mean, and Chappelle, like, uh, make no mistake, uh, we're we're about to talk for two hours about this movie. Uh, but you know, I, I guess I do but a every podcast. Day. Yeah, I, I do like the patron five for five uh, with Nicole, and we talk for like. But every minutes. day, every day, no, no, come on, yeah. I, and I, it's different if you live with somebody, right? He's just saying, like, if you are making an effort to take time out of your day every day to make time for this one thing, you must really enjoy right. it. That's all they're trying to say. And so they're just trying to get Ben hyped up about who this mystery lady is. Right. And also, you know, you don't know the person. Like, I've heard all her stories already. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't have anything else to talk about? <laughs> what else? is Chevelle, I, that, you know, we're it's almost 20 years we've been together. That uh, Is that much I don't know? So you knew that Nicole knew all those people from Big, uh, Celebrity Big Brother? I guess. Uh, you knew uh, about Chris Kattan? I mean, yeah, I knew, that. I knew those things when they happened, sure. <laughs> you, but I forgot about them, is basically what you're I saying. I forgot about them. That's the thing. Oh, That's okay. The, yeah. Well, then the stories are so new you can remind me of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Um, ben is also really big on taking the group photo. Wait, Rob, did you know Nicole was a bowling star? Uh, Chappelle, I think she makes things don't you up don't you see now you now see that's <sighs> different you said you know she, all she stories, said she now, had a bowling average that was over 200 and the story changed college, like five times she was a collegiate bowler mm-hmm. she was she was an a student athlete Rob what are you talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. just saying you might not know everything I guess not yeah they're trying to get so, make but, this group photo happen that's Ben's thing he really loves the group photo selfie he sticks he has a ton of photos. His phone. Are selfie sticks still a thing? I think they're gone. I think they're extinct. This is 2018, so that might have been right around the cusp of when they were getting rid of them. But I don't think that people are still the selfie sticking. Oh, you have a selfie stick. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you know it's gone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, cause, Rob, I think the thing with selfie stick was that like you were supposed to hook it into your phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have but now you can't hook it into your phone. There's no like iPhones don't have uh, a headphone use port the timer. anymore. Oh. And there's a, Bluetooth, oh. there's a Bluetooth remote that you could it's do a with Bluetooth it. remote for a yeah, selfie stick. I do have a, I do have okay. a selfie stick here, but you know what? I honestly, like I, I do it more like this has like the my selfie stick has like a tripod leg. So if I do like, uh, yeah. sometimes I'll do like a Instagram live and just like set the phone on it. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. The only time I've ever been to France, uh, uh, like at least five people tried to sell, uh, sell me a selfie stick. Yeah. Selfie stick. I feel like was uh, like uh, maybe pre COVID selfie stick was uh, pretty big. Yeah, now now you're embarrassed when you when people see you with other people. You're like, well, don't post it too many places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, All I right. get that. So, but they're trying to get the photo going. Uh, ben is is determined to get the photo going in front of the the eclipse. That's the whole point. He's like, this is we're all together. There's an eclipse. It's once in a not in a lifetime, but it's been since 1998. That's that's someone's lifetime. So you know. They got a lot going on. Rob, throughout this moment, there are so many conversations happening. They're talking about breast implants, obviously, because there's a plastic surgeon in the house. They're talking about, um, like, the food choices. But we also see Charlotte kind of sneak into the other room and just, like, just take off her, her, her panty drawers. Yeah, so I uh, did miss that in the real time. <laughs> oh, you missed it? I, yeah, I was, what is she I doing? Yeah. yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte had some underwear on, and then she went into the other room and stashed them into her purse. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
I was I was like, Charlotte, what is happening here? See, because then I started seeing the way she started acting. She's kind of like, uh, she starts like, she, throwing some back. Uh, she's yeah. she's she gets the most drunk. Uh, this is Marco's wife. Yeah, but she's very touchy. Like she's she's drinking and she's uh, she's kind of a. Uh, Touching on Ben a little bit. I'm just like, I was starting to look at her crazy. Like, Charlotte, girl, what you doing? Why you take your drawers off? Mm-hmm. So, I just had some questions. Interesting. That's all. Okay. Mark that. Yeah. Okay. Marco that. <laughs> um, so, um, who works in the shoe store? Is that Tom, Thomas? Who was it? Or Marco? Again, that's, that's what the conversation is about. Cause they're saying to, they're saying to, to Vincent, you're a plastic surgeon. You should be like if you can sell breast implants and and butt augmentations, you should be able to sell shoes. It's the same mm-hmm. concept. I'm assuming Marco is the shoe salesman, yeah. Uh, because Thomas yeah, is uh, um, like a taxi driver. He's a taxi driver. And his dispatcher and ben, is calling him nonstop throughout the night. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, him and Leah are very annoyed that um, his dispatcher, whose name I can't remember, it'll come to me in a second. That's the C. Um, she just. Yeah. It's Carol. It's Carol. She mm-hmm. won't. She's she's calling. And they're like, look, this weekend you got to tell her to stop calling because like I cannot. You cannot go to work right now. Like I know you're a taxi driver, but money money can wait. We're right. spending time with our friends. And sometimes when she and then when she calls, he has to go, he has to go into work uh, when he answers right. the phone. Okay. Um, yeah. So you know it's all a nice dinner party until and Ben says I have a I have a funny a funny joke story to tell. It's a, it's not a, it's not a joke and it's not really funny. It's yeah. basically a guy, a guy dies on the bus An old and guy, the people try yeah. to, yeah. And the people try to resuscitate him. Uh, but there's this annoying beeping sound at some point and people think, Oh, it must be, he must be coming back to life. Like, obviously this thing is beeping. So like, right. like it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the, the paramedics are trying to resuscitate him and that's, his, that's his heartbeat. And then, and, right. they, and they think it's okay. Oh, he's, uh, we, he's back. Yeah, but he's not back. Uh, the that's just his phone. He's getting a lot of notifications. They check his phone and they find out that not only is he dead, but he's cheating on his wife. He was and getting dirty photos uh, or dirty text messages uh, sent to him in the afterlife. You know? Yeah. They say you can't find heaven on earth. Yeah, um, that's all I have. <laughs> so Ben says, uh, "So yeah, so that, so, and they're like, okay, well, what's the punchline?" I was like, "Yeah, the so his wife found out that she was a widow and being cheated on at the same time." They're like, "Oh, this but, is sh- this is not funny, <laughs> not not at all." Um, and this is what sparks our conversation here about the phones, because um, the question was, "Well, why wasn't his phone locked?" Like, once you die, your phone should be locked, and nobody should ever see the contents of your phone, especially if you're cheating on your wife. Mm-hmm. But Vincent pretty clearly says, well, if you're cheating, you got to have a code on your phone, right? Like we all have codes on our phone. And quickly we find out that most of these people at this table do not have security codes on their phone. You could just access them if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like that nobody has a code. Mm-hmm. I, well, uh, Vincent has a code. <laughs> did, 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 did he turn it off yeah. for the movie? No, Vincent had a code. He turned it off when the, once the game started, but that was the, that was the ah. argument was that like, well, Vincent, you said if you're cheating on your wife, you would have a code. Mm-hmm. Nobody else at this table seems to have a code, but you have a code. Mm-hmm. So Marie starts looking at Vincent and saying, well, why do you have a code? Are you yeah. cheating? And it sparks the, the initial conversation that gets them to say, maybe we should play a game that involves us not having our phones in our hands, but allowing us to have access to all of our notifications okay. for the night. Chappelle, now, this is a movie, it's 2018, but I, I feel like that uh, most people have a code. 
Like uh, I would find it's, it'd be extremely rare if anybody didn't have a. I think you have you have to have a code now. I I do not. Uh, you have no code. I don't. I I did an Instagram live a minute ago, not too long ago, on RJP uh, with Puya, and um, the people in the chat told me I need to put a f- code on my phone, so I will have one before the end of the week. But yeah. I don't have one right now. The people in the chat told you you need to have one. Why? Because they're gonna steal your yeah. phone. They said I might be going to a location soon that is uh, unsavory. That people try to steal your identity from your phone. You catch my drift. New York Undercover is filmed there. SVU. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to keep me off of Law and Order, and so they're oh. like, "Lock your phone." I thought you were saying like, uh, you know, where where you were staying in New York that people, uh, I think the they pod- talk about podcasters, uh, like are gonna like uh, go into your DMs and then uh, on their gossip podcast uh, talk mm, about uh, what's in your magnets. phone. Yeah, no, no. First of all, if anybody has access to my phone, it's Sasha Joseph. But mm. um. But no, um, no, they were just saying that, you know, New York proper might not be the best place to go without a code on your phone. Okay. Wow. What a bummer. What? Well, wait, I mean, Rob, you have a code on your phone, I'm sure. I have a code on my phone. Sure. Why? Because I think that they make you, the iPhone makes you. Does it? I don't think mine didn't make you. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. You can disable it. Yeah. I I didn't disable it. So why, why don't you? Why don't I have a code? No, why don't you disable it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, that everybody in my house knows the code to my phone. I mean, my kids take my phone. No. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the code. Right. So just take the code off. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I guess wrong? if somebody finds it in the street, I don't want them to go through all my stuff. I, I mean, finds it in the street. When are you in the street? What am I doing in the street? If I, if I lose yeah, it? Yeah, what are you doing yeah. in the street, Rob? No, Rob, just grab your phone and read me your most recent notification. Let's just talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it? We're doing it for real? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, like it's not it's not completely absurd that you wouldn't have a phone, uh, code on your phone, but I do understand mm-hmm. why people are looking at Vincent crazy because he's the only one and he just said if you're cheating, you would have one. So now Marie has reason, I would say, not Mm-hmm. Not a valid reason, yeah. but she definitely has an eyebrow raised at the idea that her husband is hiding something or could be hiding something. Okay, so yeah, we get this idea, and, and it seems like that it's Marie who's pushing this the hardest. Of hey, why, why don't we all take our phones and put them in the ta- in the middle of the table? Because they're talking about like you know phones are they're sort of like uh, there's such an invasion of privacy, like uh, that you know we're losing our privacy so much uh, because of these phones. Let's let's put them all on the table and then we'll, um, you know, then anybody that gets a message, we'll just read it. Yeah, Marie, this is her idea because she does not trust Vincent. His reaction to the the story about the man uh, cheating on his wife and not having a code on her phone really kind of set off some red flags for her. So she's like, we're going to put these in the middle of the table and see what happens. And so people people push back. Marco is not happy, you know, but eventually they all go in on the idea and say, okay, we'll play the game. Marco really says, this is stupid. I do not want to do this. We're not doing this. Why are we doing this? I hate this idea. Uh, They're like, well, oh, uh, do you have something to hide? Like, no, no, I don't have anything to hide, but I don't like this idea. Just like Chappelle. Yeah, listen, Marie's, Marie's, Marie's point here is that a lot of marriages would probably end in divorce if everybody just showed their spouse the content of their phone. Like, that's the thesis here. Yeah. So Marco is like, well, if that's the case, 
then there should be no issue, right? They call so, it the black box uh, for couples, basically of like uh, the like uh, all the secrets. Everybody's secrets are in their phone. If, if the couples knew each other's secrets, they would all get divorced. Right. But Charlotte immediately calls Marco on it, right? Because Marco's like, well, I mean, if you have nothing to hide, it shouldn't be a problem. So she says, well, Marco, that's cool. Give me your phone. And he's like, well, if you take my phone, I'm going to take your phone. And they kind of stare at each other sizing each other up trying to decide if they really want to open that box of worms and then they both relinquish like no 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 this is fine but yet we still end up playing the game so everybody's phones are on the table and mm-hmm. um the game is gonna is gonna start basically uh we margo comes in she's gonna talk to uh dad real quick uh, and what is she, does she need anything? What does she do? She's, she's leaving for the party. Well, she's about to go. So yeah. she pulls him to the side. She's like, Hey dad, um, I got, I'm about to go to the party, but I need some money. I'm, yeah. I gotta, I'm trying to make things happen, but you can't tell mom because mom doesn't trust me. She's also, she sucks. So just throw me some money. I'm your fave, your baby girl. And I'll be back. It's going to be all good. Yeah. Um, but again, for some people who just established that there might be some trust issues between Marie and Vincent, yeah, um, this doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, while Vincent's up, one of the phones rings. They answer it, and uh, I'm not sure whose phone uh, this was. This is Thomas's phone. Thomas's phone. Uh, there's yeah. like some heavy breathing and uh, some moans coming through on the phone. Off the yeah, back, there's well, first there's a text message that says, "I want your body." Yeah. So everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, okay." So Leah is Thomas's uh, wife, and she's like, "What? Is, what is that about?" And he's like, "It's fine. It's fine. I don't know this number. I don't know who this could be. It's probably just it's it's a mistake." So then the phone rings, and they're like, "Wait a minute! I thought you said this was a mistake." Well, just answer it. So everybody's kind of on pins and needles to see, okay, yeah. well, what is this? What is going on? Because this is we this escalated very quickly, um, and there's moaning. It's kind of like to sound like maybe like a maybe like a woman who can or we really can't tell. Um, and then we find out that it was just Vincent. He was in the other room calling gotcha. from his daughter's phone. Bazinga. Yeah. Go, he got him. He you seen he your Rob, face. Yeah. Did you did you fall for it too, Rob? Did you think we had gotten there that quick? Uh yeah, I thought that was pretty that was pretty wild. I, I that um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it was just he was just calling on the daughter's phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy peasy. Nobody has anything to worry about. But it, things are getting tense because you could tell that they were actually concerned. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so this is some heavy talk from uh, Ben about um, having kids, uh, about how um, it's a matter of convenience having kids. Uh, and, uh, you know, we see Charlotte, who's a mom, pushback oh, you think having kids is convenient and ben says yeah yeah convenient because uh that if you don't have kids people don't ask you all the time like uh yeah how come you're not having kids where are the kids yeah ben is at the age where he doesn't have any kids and so people are starting to wonder like well what's wrong with you why don't you have any mm-hmm. kids which is a horrible thing to ask people but it happens mm-hmm. and also yeah from ben's point of view he's like to be comfortable in your life to where you could go and bring in the life of someone else and raise it it's like yeah you got to be pretty yeah. uh pretty comfortable that's convenient but they're pushing back because marie just i mean we just saw margo walk out of here with the most sass toward her mom she's you know she's she likes her dad a lot but her uh 
her and her mom are, aren't on the on the same page right now. So Marie can speak from her own experience and say, no, nah, I have a 17 year old and she sucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. You know, like she's a child, but also being a mom is hard. Having a child is not always convenient. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ben gets a phone call. All right. Single Ben. He gets a phone call about a uh, new job. Yeah. Well, see, Ben's not single. His girlfriend just couldn't show up. Remember, yes, she had but I mean, issues. single Ben in that he is the, the oh, one yeah. person. I bet, uh, I'm assuming that people who didn't watch the movie, they can't keep track of who's in what couple. Oh, uh, yeah. There's ben, so many different ben, ben is the seventh wheel. Yeah. Ben is the seventh wheel. He gets a call from his sister and he puts her on speakerphone. Um, and she's like, he's like, hey, uh, you're on speaker. And she's like, well, call me back when I'm not on speaker, which yeah mm-hmm. relatable why would you do that um but the the whole table is like no you know the rules of the game you gotta talk about it so we find out here that ben was offered a job and uh is it nuts and he uh but he had to turn it down because well we don't know why he turns it down he just says i gotta turn it down uh and then his sister ends up getting off the phone and that's when we find out that ben is unemployed because he was a gym teacher mm-hmm. but now his contract wasn't removed I mean, renewed uh, people think he got fired, but that's not the case. Well, at least not from his point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does he say why that he doesn't have the gym teacher job? Well, he just says contract wasn't renewed and they make it seem like maybe it has something to do with the fact that Ben has not stopped eating the entire time he's yeah. here. Like he is scarfing down all of the food that people are making fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps maybe the school is looking for a more healthy gym teacher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Um, We see some conversation between uh, Marco, uh, who's married to Charlotte. Uh, Marco is asking Vincent, like, hey, Vincent, like, uh, after, like, how do you keep the marriage uh, from, like, uh, not just uh, hating each other all the time? Yeah. After 15 years, me and me and Charlotte cannot stop fighting, he says. He's like, we're just at each other's throats. But Marie and Vincent seem to know the secret. They seem to know exactly what to do. but Vincent has no good advice. He's like, all right, we just play it by ear sometimes. Mm-hmm. That, and that, that, that's nothing. I don't think that's what he was looking for. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the table. All right. We got another phone call coming in. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one, this phone call is from Marie, Vincent's wife. Okay. Marie gets a phone call. She answers it uh, in front of the group. Uh, and uh, it's about an operation. Somebody uh, that they, Somebody can do an operation on her next month right and now the table is silent because again just because y'all are doing this thing doesn't mean it's going to be something scandalous that comes mm-hmm. up marie had to talk to her dad about her appointment for this uh, this operation and like everybody's kind of wondering is she going to be okay is she sick um you can hear a pin drop but like I don't really feel bad for Marie in this moment, Rob, because this is her fault. Like this was, she proposed this game. So I was kind of like, well, yes. play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, but it, we find out that it's nothing, it's nothing it's like life threatening. She's just, she's getting a breast augmentation, breast augmentation. And now, mm-hmm. um, people start to ask the question. Well, hold on a second. Your husband, Vincent, that he is a plastic surgeon. Why are you uh, not going to your husband? That doesn't make it doesn't make uh, any sense, uh, you know. Um, and so some uncomfortableness there. Um, and she tries to say like, uh, well, like uh, you know, you can't have a 
husband can't operate on his wife. I mean, she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the, I think the bigger issue here is that that Leah uh, says, "Well, you're a psychiatrist, so why would you be getting uh, you know breast oh, augmentation?" Yes, that's true. That's it. And yeah. Char- yeah, and Charlotte cosigns, and I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" Because from their point of view, they say, "Well, you're a psychiatrist. You're supposed to be happy with yourself, and if you're not happy with yourself, you're supposed to be able to get happy with yourself because you're a shrink, and mm-hmm. that's what y'all do." And uh, getting breast augmentations and plastic surgery is for people who are not happy with themselves. And so, yeah, that's exactly what's going on here. And uh, Maria is offended and she should be. But Vincent is also offended because he feels like her dad just didn't want him to do the surgery because he wasn't a good enough doctor. Right, right. That uh, because uh, dad, you know, uh, wants her to go see the best doctors uh, to which uh, that they guess they think that uh, Vince uh, doesn't work with, you know, as prestigious enough of a clientele. Yeah. Parenting is a big through line throughout this uh, movie because you have Leah and Thomas who are trying to have a child. You have Charlotte and um, and Marco, Marco who have two yeah. badass kids. And then you have, you know, even Vincent, Vincent and uh, Marie's issues with their their daughter. But you also have like the mother in law's issues with Charlotte. And now we see that Marie's dad might have an issue. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. With Vincent as well. Yeah. Um has Leah already put her foot in her mouth all also uh, talking about how annoying uh, Thomas's uh, dispatcher is because uh, she has tattoos <laughs> and uh, giant fake boobs, uh, which uh, <laughs> that she seems to uh, not speak fondly of, uh, uh, you know, sort of offends Vincent. Yeah, well, that'll come up later on when uh, when we start getting more phone calls uh, mm. from the dispatcher. But yeah, Leah, Leah and Charlotte do not have they, any level of tact when it comes to talking about people's bodies mm. or their personal lives. They just yeah. kind of say what they want. I guess they feel like they're friends so they can just say it, but they're being very rude. Do we mention that these are not like the greatest people in the whole world in the, in the dinner party? <laughs> have, we, have we mentioned that yet? I mean, yes, it's just you can tell that there's tension throughout, yeah. you know, like maybe not interpersonally between the couples, mm-hmm. but like inside of each couple, you can tell there's like something there, except for Leah and Thomas. They seem to be fine. But everybody else is kind of like, are you mm-hmm. why are y'all sniping at each other in a way? You know, it's very weird. Um, so, yeah, once they get past the initial like conversation about the conflict of interest uh, with Marie's husband yeah. working on her and why, of course, he cannot. This is when Marco ends up pulling Ben to the side and asking him for help. Yeah. Um, and just one other thing that uh, it's also explained like, uh, yeah, you can't operate on, on your wife just in the same way. She's a psychiatrist. You wouldn't go if you needed a, psychi- a psychiatrist, you wouldn't go to your wife uh, for that. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. that, I mean let, everything they're saying here is making sense about that. What doesn't make sense is you don't love yourself if you don't if you're getting, you know, plastic surgery. Like That's stupid. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. All right, so um, Marco and Ben. Hello. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so Marco pulls Ben aside and says, hey, look, uh, you have the, the same phone as me. Um, I need a solid from you because I have a friend who uh, every night, as a joke, mm-hmm. we have a joke. Lots of people, like, you know, this is a very common joke. Uh, yeah, that's, that's you know the joke of the day um as a joke uh i have somebody that sends me uh a, a scandalous photo 
uh, every every day around a certain time, I get a photo. Um, we have the same phones. Let's switch phones. Right. Let's switch phones. Yeah. I'm going to get a photo that does not look great. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's going to, it's going to be an impressive look photo, great. but like it just is gonna look the great. optics of me getting this photo at this dinner table. As a married be, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the best thing that I should be getting from my friend, but as my other friend, Ben, do me a solid, take my phone. Yeah. Nobody will realize it. They'll be very happy that you're receiving these as well. We all win here. Just what's the problem? What could go wrong? Ben says no. Not not doing that. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Ben's not happy here because he's selling uh Marco. They've been friends since third grade, but he's also friends with Marco's wife. Like he right. is friends with Charlotte too. So he's like, I I am loyal to you, but only to an extent because I'm loyal to her as well. And I don't want to be in the middle of this. Um also just like there there has to be like why would you drag your friend into this? You know, so um but I think Marco is wild for the way he guilts Ben into getting into getting involved in this because he says, oh, so you you would feel guilty like helping me, but you wouldn't feel guilty if my family is torn apart and my children have to be torn between two uh two families and I have to explain to them why we're having two Christmases. You're like, like OK, land on thick. But Ben still says no, still he says doesn't no. give in. OK, yeah. Um. The women are going to talk in the kitchen uh, and uh, is it Charlotte tells Marie, I have to tell you something uh, that, you know, you're, I have uh, something to tell you that I, I found out through my husband, your husband is seeing a shrink. Yeah. Yeah. So once the psychiatrist conversation came up earlier, it's back around because Charlotte can't hold it anymore. She has to tell Marie that. Vincent has been lying to you. He has been seeing somebody about probably y'all's marriage, probably y'all's, you know, or whatever. But yeah. this is when the secrets start to leak out. You know, people are trying right. to get ahead of these text messages. And also, you know, so what? Yeah. So what? So yeah. what? So what? So what? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't really understand why Marie as a, a psychiatrist would be even be, why it would even bother her. Like, I don't know why Vincent isn't telling her. Um, well, hold on, Rob. Yeah. So if Nicole was seeing a psychiatrist and didn't tell you, you wouldn't feel the type of way as her husband that you just like she just was keeping this from you completely. So I I, I might feel some type of way uh, that she was keeping a, a secret uh, yeah. from uh, from me. Uh, it's but, valid. But um, it's almost like uh, that. Uh, I don't know why she would keep that as a secret from me. Like it doesn't. I right. like that. Um, it's almost like that they try to say like, wait, you are going, it'd be like if I found out that Nicole was like recording like a podcast behind my back. It's like, well, why wouldn't you come to me? Like, why wouldn't you come to me? It's, just, it's like, it's kind of an unexplained uh, why um, th th this is a secret between this couple, but it, it clearly yeah. does bother Marie. Yeah, if you found out like Nicole was like uh, moonlighting on silent podcast, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. I know, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. But I think that's the conflict. I think it's just more like it's a secret. You know, you could tell me these things. I'm your wife. But there are hints of like, but why wouldn't you just talk to me? I'm I'm a shrink. Mm -hmm. I'm a psych. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um phone rings. It's Steve Jobs. Woo! Steve Jobs starts calling. He's back, and, baby. And Charlotte is running from the kitchen. Glass of wine hanging out her hands. She's drunk spilling the beans yeah. in there. And like instantly she like. Ooh, that phone call comes yeah. in and she is on the move for Charlotte. It's, it's getting to be like around like a uh, Chappelle o'clock in terms of uh, <laughs> with the wine flowing. Uh, she, she drinks the most <laughs> at this party. 
She ain't having a good time. She okay, good she ain't driving. She doesn't get out she much. Driving. She doesn't get out much. Okay. You got right. two kids. All right. So, um, Steve Jobs. Um, we're like, mm-hmm. answer the phone. Answer the phone. Um, now, uh, yeah, Steve Jobs definitely uh, has has passed by this by this point, right? In 2018. Yes. So yes. this is clearly not Steve Jobs on the phone. Why does she have this person's phone? I mean, name saved in her contacts yes. as a fake name. So I, I guess that this person is just like an IT tech support person at her company. <laughs> And she put him in the phone as Steve Jobs. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, that'd be funny." You know, mm-hmm. he's he's an IT guy, and so I thought, "Then save it and save it as that." Yeah, and, and that's what she did. And the phone call reveals that she's telling the truth. Um, her computer's ready, and she can come pick it up uh, when he's back from his vacation or from his uh, yeah, from his vacation. Okay. Um. So then, all of the guys get a text message. Boop. Uh, the soccer match is tomorrow. Ben did not well, get. A message right and this is when ben realizes that he got kicked off the soccer team uh and nobody told him so yeah. as a gym teacher he's particularly offended because that means he's basically a professional soccer player yeah and so yeah he's like how dare you like leave jordan the most Kalish. athletic person right exactly like jordan kalis how dare you leave the most athletic person in the room out of this yeah. game I thought this was uh, like kind of a, a clever moment in the movie where it's like, okay, like when you think about, oh, secrets are going to be revealed. And, so, and just like it, like a little thing, like all three of the the married guys got the message of like, oh, soccer at uh, at noon. And it's like they didn't even realize like, oh, we didn't we have been playing on the soccer team. We didn't we stopped inviting this guy and he's going to find out this secret when uh, we get texted about the game tomorrow. Yeah. See, you can have interpersonal relationships with other people that you don't tell people about. And that's okay. But when you play a game like this, even the smallest things that could be offensive, you know, like if I find out that you and Puya got a group chat without me, Rob, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, when do we start doing that? I, I thought I was in a 90 day club as well. Mm-hmm. Like, not really a you group know, chat like, when it's, I, I mean, like I have, like I, I do have text messages from Puya that you aren't on. You what? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, like you, Puya, Gandia, like the 90 day fiance <laughs> uh, crew. crew. And yeah. I'm like, I wasn't texted, you know, so I can feel offended, you mm-hmm. know, but this is like I'm saying, like, it's not everything doesn't have to be scandalous. It just has to be yeah. annoying. But they gaslight Ben and just like, oh, your signal's bad, you know? It's, no, yeah, it's, oh, you yeah, must just, like hold it up in the air. Yeah, just, yeah. turn yeah. it off and turn it back on, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah. All right. So vincent vincent is part of the the newlywed couple uh his phone is going off it's carol the dispatcher she's call she's calling him in he works at a taxi company and then uh that he gets everybody to say no don't answer the phone because he will have to go into work if he answers this call and this is the one time they're going to make an exception they're not going to answer the phone because if they did answer the phone the night would be over he would have to leave he would have to go into work yeah, so everybody is, well, I won't say everybody, but um, Thomas and Leah are both, as a couple, completely against this. They're like, we talked about this when we came here. He's a taxi driver. The dispatcher is always like using him as like the person to go to and drive across town for all these people. So how, like, we are not going to allow this woman to ruin our weekend. So we're not going to answer yeah. the phone. But again, the rules of the game is that everybody has to answer the phone. And so... 
even though like he's about to like they're kind of getting out of it there are reasons that people are still like no you have to you have to text her back because she's texting with three exclamation points yeah it's urgent it's urgent oh, that's how she always is uh this is when leah uh says like oh and she's so trashy uh she has horrible tattoos and fake boobs they're really huge and too fake uh and which she does offend uh <laughs> vincent Marie. with that yeah yeah, well, Marie is over there like, oh, like, oh, so I, I would have like, mm-hmm. I would be trashy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leah knows she, she knows she screwed up right now. So she's right. like, I mean, you know, no, your, your, your boobs would be tasteful and you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, presentable. Like hers are like completely. It's the way they're done. They're just too big, or you know, she's not proportionate. She's trying to clean it up, but it's the damage is done. Okay, so Marie kind of intentionally spills her wine on her husband, Vincent, uh, that uh, this is all just uh, a ruse so that she could get him into the kitchen alone so she could confront him about seeing the psychiatrist. Right. There's a, the, the group is distracted because Ben is over there doing his jumping jacks. His phone has gone off and it's one of his like mm-hmm. weight, his weight loss app that he's using. So yeah. he's doing jumping jacks. And in this moment, Marie sees the opportunity to drag her husband into the room and say, Vince, I know you have a psychiatrist. Why didn't you tell me? And the two talk about it. Uh, but like, again, what is there really to say? Like he's working on yeah. it. He just didn't want to tell her and make her feel bad. So, okay. While the commotion uh, is going on. Uh, so Marco finally is able to uh, do the phone switch with Ben. Even though Ben said, no, he's like, gives him the thumbs up. I switched the phone. Okay. Right. So, yeah, after Ben's notification and the jumping jacks and stuff, that gave him the diversion he needed to switch the phones, which is unfortunate because the next notification is Ben's phone. Yes. Okay. All right. And Ben got the got the photo uh, because (laughs) the Marco's photo, the joke Uh that comes in every night from X and like the letter X. Okay. Um, he gets a photo and everybody thinks it's Ben's phone now. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, all right, you know the game. Let's see. Let's see. What, what do you got? Right. And all I see on the screen is like one attachment. So they're all like, oh, it's a photo. Okay, it's a photo. Well, yeah. So Thomas, the energetic one, he grabs the phone. He's like, oh, no, we got to see this. And when he opens it, he is gooped, Rob. He's yes. gooped. Yes, yes, he says. The, there is a woman in a like an athletic position of sorts. Maybe her leg is in the air. She's a very flexible lady. Yes. Well, what do you um, mean by an athletic position? It's like a herky. Is that a thing? Herky. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, like random, I don't know, like random cheerleading moves. <laughs> She's a, oh, a gymnast. Okay. Of sorts. Yeah. She, she seems like a gymnast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's more like a, a what is those the thing? Yeah. I don't know what these things are. I just repeat stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, she's like a like a like a doing like a flex. She's extending her leg into the air from from what we can tell. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah, this woman, this is a woman who uh, appears to be in some state of undress. Uh, from the way they describe mm-hmm. it, um, it sounds like she's she's on she's standing on one foot, but then is holding the other foot in a position that is like uh, oh. at, at her head, like stretched out. Oh. Yeah, like in full extension. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Like maybe, yeah. maybe like the letter F. Yeah, F. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, like yeah. She's just got she's got uh, her leg extended above her head. Mm-hmm. Um, while Who's she's taking standing. the photo. The the selfie stick tripod. Yeah. Okay. Good selfie <laughs> stick. Okay. All right. Well, ben yeah, likes selfie sticks. The, okay. Y'all can't see this, but on the video, Rob just did the move. Mm-hmm, it is impressive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Okay. And they're like, oh, um, Ben, you dog, you. Yeah. They're, like, they're very impressed because this is a, a level of undress you they boy. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're so proud of Ben because he's got this filthy photo of this like this woman who's clearly uh, infatuated with him enough to share her uh, her her intimate uh, photograph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's sending yeah. these sending in these photos, and Ben says, "Guys, come on, it's a joke." I just because it's like Ben, wait, is this, is this the woman that was supposed to be here tonight? Like, no, no, it's just a joke. <laughs> Just a yeah, fun, you dog. Like, you know the funny, the, the, those funny jokes uh, that really happen. Funny, funny thing it's I gotta tell you. Yeah, he he basically says the same thing that Marco tells him when he gives him the phone. He's like, "Hey, just it's a it's a joke. We're friends. It's a business thing. I don't really know her in real life. I just mm-hmm. we just do this every now and then as like a thing that we do as 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 a partners. Yeah, you know. So yeah, but yeah, Ben is Ben looks very very upset about this but marco looks miserable like they both he's like uh you know i, I don't need to see yeah. the picture that's fine that's fine yeah. yeah why are y'all looking at this kind of filth oh my gosh gross. Yeah. yeah it's gross okay <laughs> all right um now after that whole saga um now the phone the in front saga. of in front of marco uh ben's phone goes off uh with what what's some text message sound does he have uh, it's frog? like a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Some animal, some, sound. some random animal. Uh, yeah. Charles, like, why is your phone making that noise? And like, oh, the kids must have uh, touched it. Right, like, and, and I guess uh, I, they don't really explain yeah. why this is Ben's ringtone, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but yeah, Ben's phone has a notification now. His actual phone. It's in front of Marco, who's pretending it is his phone, and it's a text message from Julian. Julian, and Mar- yes, yeah, who's and, Julian. And of course, well, Marco doesn't know. He just knows that he has Ben's phone. So he's like, no, this is like, uh, he just has to kind of freestyle it. Like, oh, this mm. is a text message from a business friend, like, you know, from the school or something. Like, he just got to make something up at the drop mm. of a hat. And he's like, I'm not going to answer it yeah. because it's literally not important. There's nothing here. Just let's just let it go. Yeah. And, you know, he has Ben backing him up. He, yeah, he says he has a colleague that he got into an argument with uh, that day. And they're like, wait, was it your friend or somebody he had an argument with? Uh, and um, and and Ben is like getting like adamant, like, uh, like, all right, like, just leave it alone. Like, we don't need yeah. to talk about it. We're like, uh, that, uh, this is an invasion of privacy. Yeah. Ben you don't need to answer already. these messages all the time. Just put the phone down. Right. Like we're already too wired into our phones anyway. Like he's throwing a whole fit. He's on a soapbox, but he's already annoyed because of the, the picture from X. Right. So he's feeling away anyway. And now it's just getting out of hand for him. So he's putting his foot down at these text messages from Julian. He's just like, look, we don't, this is stupid. He hates all of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Vincent. Yeah. The the group agrees. They like, yeah, why, what, we're not yeah. going to sit here and let you, like, we're not going to listen to you argue with a coworker right. or a business partner at dinner. Like, you, this is the one message where they're like, we're good. We yeah. don't need this. Uh, Vincent's got another, he's got, he, now this guy's got jokes, okay? Uh, that he acts like he got a serious message. He got 30% off uh, at the, some store. It's a coupon. Yeah, he gets a message and he's kind of looking at it like, oh my gosh, his face drops and everybody's on edge still. And, it's just a coupon for the garden store. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte has a message too. She has an email. Yeah, you ready for an email? And, yeah, and they have Siri read Charlotte's email. And can I just say that if I was at this party 
And now, okay, now uh-huh. we're now we're reading emails. Well, uh, guess what? I, I got five hundred emails uh, while I'm at this party. Like, oh yeah, uh, are you, like, are you, like are you reading my promotions and updates tabs in Gmail? Yeah, could you imagine my my tweets like notifications too? They're coming in just like you, yeah, you, I mean, you, somebody retweeted this, somebody liked this, right? Somebody retweeted this, somebody liked this, somebody like this. Nothing. Some of this stuff is it's just random like you don't want notification for all this but i guess since mm-hmm. she got the notification they have to read it and siri just reads it verbatim mm-hmm. and what we find out is that charlotte has been filling out application for a retirement home for seniors uh and her application has been received by the company and so they're just waiting for her to respond so they can know if they need to move forward with the retirement home now charlotte is not old enough to be checking herself into that no. from what we can tell so it looks like and Marco picks up on this, that Charlotte has been looking into a retirement home for his mother. Yeah. Um, and so he's not thrilled about that, uh, that, you know, I think for Marco, he doesn't mind having mom uh, at the house. Charlotte obviously does. Uh, Marco tries to make the case of like, uh, like, think about all the money we save in babysitting. He's not wrong. You know, mm-hmm. like he is not wrong. The no. cost of, uh, of daycare and stuff like that is insane right now. So, sure, sure. yeah, no joke. Um, I don't, I don't blame him for saying that. But it seems like his mom might be tough to deal with. I'll yes. just say that. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know anything about uh, you know, mother-in-laws and wives uh, not always getting along. I uh, so mm-hmm. I can't speak to that, Chappelle. But right. um. You know, they talk about like, oh, but okay, great. Well, I guess that if uh, my mom's not there, then we'll spend all the money on babysitting and we'll have no, uh, you know, no, we can't go on our ski trips anymore. Uh, And Charlie, (laughs) who's had a lot to dream, like, oh, no, not the ski trips. Whatever will we do without your ski trips? (laughs) Okay, Charlie, we get it. Put the glass down. Um, Yes. But but again, the rest of the friend groups kind of agree. We hear you, Marco, and we understand why you're upset. Your mom. Kind of rough. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's a little rude sometimes. She got a she got a little beard, so it kind of like you know, it catches them off guard sometimes. So she with her, uh, you know, the way she comes off to people is sometimes a little aggressive. Yeah. And yeah, Charlotte also says, well, and you know, there is one other downside about mom being <laughs> at the house. Uh, there's just there's something that that mm-hmm. used to happen that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore. And he's yeah, like, what, like what, what? what are you talking about? She's like something. So there, I mean, something. there's one thing. But what are you talking about? And it takes him a long time to pick up on where she's going. Which he should have found. He should have seen very quickly um, because she says they've been very open to this point. So for her to be talking in code now, come on, Marco, keep up. Yeah. But she's she alludes to the idea that maybe they haven't been as intimate lately as they mm-hmm. would be. His mom had not moved in. And by alluding, uh, she uh, starts moaning uh, and yelling uh, like, oh, God, yes. Well, he kept saying no. And she was saying yes. And he would say no. And she would say yes. And then she finally just said yes. And it was like, oh, okay. oh, all right. I got yeah. it. I got it now. All right. Right. She let out like a doja cat moan, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. and so and, then, and so the table at that point was paying attention. Like, OK, yeah. OK. But Marie says, as a psychiatrist. Sometimes having your mother-in-law present can be castrating. Okay. Um, so are we saying here that there's some sort of a, like a performance issue for Marco? 
It seems like it, or it seems like at the very least they might be distracted by her presence. You okay. know, um, okay. yeah. There's All something right. going on here. They just not the wires aren't connecting. Why we'll just say that? Okay. All right. Um, we're going to go back to the uh, take the group photo. The time yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still going to try to get this photo, and Ben is very much trying to get this photo. But I like this scene because almost the entire scene is through the front-facing camera of the iPhone, so you can see the eclipse in the background, but you can also see them in the front, and they're trying to jack in to get the frame. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is so realistic. This happens, but while they're doing this on the front-facing camera, they're using Leah's camera, and we've had no reason to believe that Leah would be hiding anything. But she gets a text message from somebody named Yvonne. And uh, does it say, um, what was the text message, Rob? Do you remember? So, yeah, uh, Yvonne uh, it was said, like, so, yeah, so um, he, I guess. Uh, oh, that's what it was. He said hello first. Hello, and, yes. And very quickly, Thomas was like, why is your ex texting you? Well, you know, she's like, I don't, he, he texts me sometimes. I don't know what, what's the problem. And he's like, well, why is her name saved like that? Like Thomas is very insecure about this one text message. Um, but then the next text message says like from Yvonne says, I am so ready to have sex right now. And yeah, everybody, so many words. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, hold on, baby. And so now everybody's like, Leah, why is your ex texting you this? Thomas is spiraling. And you know, now we got action. Yeah. Okay. What's going on here? Uh, so, all right. So Thomas has a lot of questions. Why is your ex texting you uh, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the mood to fornicate? Why is he say, why is he sending you that, that text message? And so um, she's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not a big deal. Um, and uh, you know, people are like, Oh, why you, you don't trust her? It's like, I, I, you know, I trust her. I don't trust this guy. What's he doing? Why is her ex uh, sending these messages? And we end up finding out, um, uh, kind of a whole story about how her ex is like head over heels for another uh woman, but the uh, the woman says that it's only physical, but he is catching feelings for this other woman, and he's right. And he's got and 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 she's his counsel. Yeah, she. So he's just going to her as a confidant, saying. I am struggling right now because I really, really would like to fornicate right now. And I have to show this woman that it is not only physical, but like I'm, I am losing it. You know, um, Mm -hmm. the the cold showers are not working. Please help. But you know, Thomas is suspicious of that and he's trying to act like he's not, but he's really throwing a fit. He's pouting to the point where Leah finally says, look, I'll just call him and clear all this up. I'm gonna call Yvonne and make him explain that this is not a thing. And so they do. They call Yvonne and Yvonne just it, it basically corroborates the story completely without uh, knowing that everybody was listening. He says, man, Charlie, like, I mean, uh, Manly, I really wanted to talk because I just, I don't know if I can deal with this right now. Like, I really need her and I, I really, I'm, I'm into her and I'm sorry I keep doing this to you and calling you and blowing up your phone. Basically, word for word what she was saying. So she's clear here, nothing to worry about. She gets him off the phone and now Thomas probably feels like a bit of a jerk. Okay. So we get to um, a point where uh, they put out a lot of cheese at this party. Are you still a big cheese to... guy? I like melted cheese, Rob. Melted cheese, yeah. I, I, this I don't would not do be room temperature cheese. Yeah. I, that... Oh, you, Rob? You're you don't like food? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- oh, this yeah. is one food. Like, I'm not a big oh, like yeah. this is hard one, cheese right. guy. Um, yeah, you know, this like uh, too too bougie. Get out of here. It's very, the whole meal was very bougie, yeah. but they're trying to find something that people can eat because all of Vincent's uh, choices have been very highbrow and mm-hmm. not to everyone's liking. But of course, Marco was like, mm, they I'm eat so much cheese. cheese. They each eat like um like uh, an incredible amount of cheese. I mean, I guess it's they are fancy. French, but I, I, I had no idea people eat Rob, so yeah. much, so much cheese at these parties. Now, I've, I've been there. They do it. They yeah. love the cheese. They're, this is on brand for what I experienced when I was in France. On brie. On, on brie and on brand, but not on bread. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. eating cheese. Yeah, they just ate, yeah. they ate so much cheese. I, like, I'm like, oh my God, is, is anybody going to have like a, like a gastrointestinal distress? Probably. Yeah, a I little mean, bit, actually. Maybe. Yeah, a, little a little bit, bit yeah. yeah. But through, throughout this, you know, we see Vincent still playing jokes. You know, like they, the Thomas is pouting and Vincent brings up that, Leah, your story sounds cool, but didn't you say you wanted to move to Nance? And doesn't your ex that is calling you, blowing up your phone, live there? And Thomas, again, starts spiraling and everybody's laughing because they're like, it's just a joke. We're it's messing just with a joke. you. Vincent, yeah. again, Vincent has jokes for days. Yeah, as he should. He's mm-hmm. a he's a funny guy. I think some of these were pretty funny. He's a prankster, uh, but but it did catch her off guard. I mean, it catch, caught Thomas off guard because he was just he's so pouty right now. Like he just never like he was having such a good time, and now yeah. he is not having a good time at all. Yeah. Okay. So now, uh, Vincent's phone rings. Okay, it's Margot from the party, and okay, things are getting a little real. Um, because then again, he's answering on speakerphone. She doesn't know. And mm-hmm. she says, okay, uh, she's at the party. Uh, Tristan, that's uh, her boyfriend. That His parents are out tonight. He wants to leave the party and go back to his house where there are no parents. Mm-hmm. Vincent and Yvonne are on the same time. They are both in the same mood to fornicate yes. you know like Vin- yes. I'm not Vincent uh what's his name Tristan Tristan and Yvonne they both yes. they both have the same idea here let me try to make a move on my girlfriend yes okay and yeah. all right so yeah and he wants to uh go back to the the house with no parents so you get you get it um uh, now this was really amazing uh that this is you know uh, a uh you know 17 year old uh girl calls her dad to say, this is what's happening. Dad, what what do I do? Yeah. And this was dope because this is what, like, I, I feel like I'd imagine as a parent, this is what you want, right? They want a relationship where if your I mean, child is about to make a big yeah, decision. It's what you want. It's also not you. what you want, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is also like your worst nightmare, but yeah, like, <laughs> also like it's, like, it's like, there's like, there's two sides of this coin, but this is like not the worst thing in the world, right? The fact that they called and told you that they're about to make a big life decision and they're actually looking for your advice. So it's not horrible. And Vincent rises to the occasion and he tells his daughter, like, it might be too soon for you, but it's ultimately your choice. But, you know, you, you are at a point in your life where these decisions are about to start coming up. And if you don't feel like you're ready, you don't have to. So, you know, I'm here for you. We find out also that, he gave her the box of condoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she she lied about that. And the whole time, Marie is just sitting across the table listening to her daughter and her her husband have this conversation that I, I assume as a mother, you probably want to have with your daughter instead. And 
she's tearing up. She does not look happy at all. It's yeah. kind of it was kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, I, I thought this was a great scene uh, also in the movie. Uh, and the, the daughter is like, Dad, you totally sensed this was coming. Mom totally missed it. Looks like she always uh, does. Like, she's such like, a bitch. Re- yeah, she's like really like roasting. And, and, you know, Vincent does a good job of like, well, you know, uh, that, you know, I think you could be like a little kinder to mom. And, and she's like, like no, no, she no, sucks, no, she Dad. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Your, your, your wife sucks, Dad. She says... You love her, so you probably can't see it, but she's a total bitch. I was like, damn, Margo, chill. Yeah, yeah. She's putting him over. Putting him over. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just wrote my notes. Best stat ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vincent wins the day. Probably the MVP of the entire movie, honestly. Uh, And this is like, this is like one of his crowning achievements, this Mm -hmm. moment with his daughter. Uh, Because even once they get off the phone, despite how bad Marie feels in this moment, all she can do is tell him how great of like great he handled it. You know, mm-hmm. like she of course feels like crap because she just heard her daughter talking trash about her. And she found out that her daughter didn't feel comfortable with her in that way. But I mean, she has to be proud of the way her husband handled it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And therapy is working. Therapy's working. Everybody can. Yeah. And we can talk about it openly now at the table. Everybody knows that Vincent has been seeing a psychiatrist. Okay. All right. Remember Julian, Yes, Julian is the friend co-worker, that was, uh, the, yeah. the co-worker that was upset and we yes. didn't text Julian back. And we and we just left him unread. Uh Julian, yeah. okay? And so Julian um is um what happened? He, he texts he texts again. Uh yeah, and like, and so respond and, to me, damn it. Yeah, respond <laughs> to me. And Marco yeah. Uh, is like, oh, I'm just gonna uh, ignore this. Uh, and um, his wife, Charlotte, uh, grabs the phone and says, You prick. Yeah, and that's what he so said. She- and that's what that, that was the message that was that. Why, hold on, why is your coworker being so hostile to you, Marco? Yeah, so it starts off with just like, Answer me. And then, of course, I think. Everybody at the table at this point is annoyed at the coworker. They're like, y'all had a disagreement, but we're trying to have dinner. Tells them to go away. So Marco's like, hey, leave me alone. I'm having dinner. Bye. And that's when uh, he gets the you prick message as Charlotte grabs his phone. Mm-hmm. But now Charlotte is like, oh, yeah, we, we have to handle this now because your coworker is so incensed with you that they're, they're talking to you like this. Like, you need to talk to them like this, too. You need to call them. Um, <laughs> we have to figure out and get to the bottom of this. And it's not great, Rob. What happens next is not. I don't love this. Yeah. Okay. So you know, this this is gonna this takes is gonna take a turn. Okay. Get yeah. Get ready, everybody. Okay. So um, was this a was this a phone conversation or a text conversation? What happens next? I think they they end up calling uh for just a second. So they call Julian and there's and uh Marco is like hello. He's trying to like kind of I don't know, he tried to disguise his voice to sound like Ben cuz we know this is Ben's phone. And Julian instantly is like, "Look, I understand. Don't say anything. Just don't respond. Just listen. I understand that you have a problem, but I I think your bigger issue is that you don't know if you're into men or not. So go f yourself. Bye. And hangs Bye. up the phone. Okay. In front of everybody. All right. Okay. Uh big bombshell. Uh because yeah. this is a big this is a big surprise to everyone, including Marco, that yeah. <laughs> Marco, you are having an affair on your wife Charlotte with a man. 
Right, with Julian. And yes. Marco, it, like you said, this is a surprise to Marco because he didn't know the, the contents of this conversation. And so to be outed like this at this table, you know, he's kind of like, I, I don't know what to do with this. This is a big but surprise. Marco, Marco plays it cool. Well, Marco's like... And just, just to reset for the audience, uh, because the alternative for Marco, uh, that yeah. he, he could, he could, co- he could come clean and say, and this, no, no, this, this, is this actually phone. wasn't my phone. The mm-hmm. phone that got the very illicit <laughs> joke of uh-huh. the naked woman was my phone. So right. what the, so, that he scored of in between a rock, a, a rock and a hard place. Yeah, Marco has to eat this one. Like he's like, nope, I, I set myself L. up for this. He has to here, but he tries to play it off. He's like, stop it. See, Julian, obviously, he likes me, but that's it's unrequited. It's not. It's, it's just upset because I really like him. I told him like, hey, you know, like I'm. That's not what I'm into. But he's mm-hmm. not taking it well. It's fine, y'all. There's nothing wrong here. But Charlotte can't believe it, and she doesn't know what to believe yeah. because she heard, she knows what she heard. She sees the text messages. But so she thinks something could be going on. Yeah. And it really takes until Marco like swears on his children's lives that no, listen, Charlotte, you know me. This isn't me, baby. I my I swear on my kids. I'm not having an affair with Julian. Right. And um, so she's okay. Yeah, okay. Um there I will say, uh the movie does get uh, you know, uh, uncomfortably homophobic from several of our of our characters in uh the movie at at, at this point from here on out uh oh, yeah. oh, extremely homophobic yeah to the point where i was like looking around like are y'all saying this yeah like, yeah what is it on netflix I, look I, don't get me wrong i understand that there's like art but there's a line and they were teetering on the line of like, I'm sure Netflix shouldn't even have like you can yeah. this. I don't know what the French this. translation was here. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. But- I don't know. I don't know. But this was just like uh, this was like uh, you know some people took some real like uh, villain turns uh, in at this part. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I believe uh, the term is a uh, cigarette mm-hmm, in British. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's thrown out. A lot, yeah. like a lot in the next like ten minutes. It's kind of like yes. like water. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, and a lot from Charlotte, uh, Mark Marco's wife. Uh, well, Charlotte and and Thomas. Th- Thomas is Th- across yeah, the well, table. Th- th- and yeah, he Thomas too. is Thomas is going to lose it uh, in in in, uh, in a minute, and so. They're like, okay. He's like, come on. Like, uh, it's not real. Like, he's just a crush on me. Like, can you see right. me with a guy? Come on. Come on. Uh, and, and they're kind of like, well, we, you do yeah. moisturize. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. You do wax your chest. And, yeah, and you, you are uh, kind of picky when you come to your mess, Another text message comes in. Uh, he says he misses your lips. And yeah, at that point, it was like, all right, Charlotte's Charlotte's like, that's, I've seen enough. You know, I've married a monster. You swore on our kids' lives that this was not true. He misses, he misses your lips. Uh, and, uh, the women storm out. It's like, all right, we're, we're going to go be with Charlotte now. Yeah. Charlotte leaves. She don't get, don't get me wrong. Charlotte is really, really drunk. So the, the women are going to console her. Uh, and the men are just left at the table altogether. Um, and <laughs> there it it's 
Thomas is the first one who I catch just really acting like a huge mega jerk because he's shading Marco in the middle of dinner. Like he, everything he's saying about Marco is just kind of, it, it, it's very homophobic and problematic and yeah. they're trying to joke it off. But Thomas, it, Thomas is upset. This all of this even happened. He's angry. He's like pissed. I knew you my whole life. And then you this, you were, you were hiding this from me. Like, uh, right. he's, he's, he's like, he's angry, uh, about it. Um, you know, I guess like, uh, you could like, uh, have an interpretation that he's mad that he kept this secret from him, but it definitely plays. But that ain't what it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That ain't what it is. That ain't what it is. He's like, he's not like, how dare you not tell me this as your friend? I would be there for you. He's more like, I don't even know you is more what he's giving. Um, Our our entire lives were lies that uh, you you tricked me. Yeah. Shut up, Thomas. But look. Nobody is paying attention to poor Ben. Ben is the one over there watching his dirty laundry or, you right. know, lack thereof or whatever, get, get aired out because he can't even own up to this. Yeah. Because he's seeing the visceral reaction his friends are having toward Marco. So he's just able to, he has yeah. to sit over there in the corner and be quiet. He can't even own up to that being his phone. And it's really, it's really Thomas Vin, Vincent. Um, the, the, he may have made like a, like a you know wisecrack, uh, but you know he's a jokester. He's, yeah, he's a joke. <laughs> he's a jokester. But it's really that Thomas uh, goes like uh, off the deep end here. Yeah, I would. And uh, Charlotte is in the other room screaming yeah. the f word. Yes, like, Thomas and Charlotte are just letting them fly. Yes, yes. Uh, so, all right. Um, we're things. <laughs> we're getting it's getting wild. It's getting wild. So here's the thing. Um, Marco is trying to play along with all of this to get Charlotte to calm down. He understands that she's drunk. Mm -hmm. She's upset. And that this is going way too far. Ben is uncomfortable. So Marco is like, yeah, fine. If you think this is what's going on, that's exactly what you're you're right. Me and him had a thing one time. It happened. One time. and and look, and it never happened again, but we need to leave. Mm-hmm. It is time for us to go because you're making a scene. But now the phone is ringing and there's a Max calling Thomas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. All Apparently, right. this Max person has been blowing up Thomas's phone, Rob. Yeah. All right. So, Ma- and Max uh, is some kind of what? Jewelry salesman? Yeah, a jeweler. He's just calling because he's been trying to get a hold of Thomas because to see, I guess, how the jewelry that Thomas ordered for Leah, like how, like how she liked it. And Leah, you know, just lovely as ever. It's like, oh yeah. my god, but what is love this the customer service uh, from right, the jewelry messages. guy? Yeah, right. Ten messages. I don't know. It's it's like. The jeweler sent off the thing. He's like, I haven't heard back. I don't know if you got it. It was very expensive. Yeah, do the you necklace. mind completing the customer survey? Yeah, please and thank you. And Thomas and, and Lee are like, no, it's fine. She loved the necklace. She's right here. Like, it, It's great. It's gold. It's her fave. And then Max, the jeweler, says, yeah, but what did she think about the earrings? Mm-hmm. And Leah's like, what earrings? She didn't get the and earrings. Then, yeah. She didn't get any earrings, but there were earrings purchased, Rob. So where yeah. are the earrings? Okay, so good question because uh, Leah says, "Yeah, my my ears aren't even pierced." And he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't give them to you." Um, <laughs> Stupid. Of course, we were going to go get them pierced when I gave you the secret mm-hmm. earrings that I'm hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, oh, hey, it's Carol again. She keeps calling. 
She keeps calling. Yeah. Yeah, but this time Leah's like, no, see what Carol's talking about. Let's see what she has to say because they're like, I'll have to go into work. Don't do it. No, 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 no. Let's (laughs) talk about this one because maybe Carol knows where these damn earrings are because I don't have the earrings. Does Carol have the earrings, Mm -hmm. uh, Thomas? Yeah. And so So are the earrings for her? Is that why she keeps calling? Because you gave her earrings? Right. And we finally hear from Carol. Yeah. And she... Answers the phone, Rob, and she is shot out of the cannon. She is like, I've been trying to get in touch with you all day, and I don't know what else to do. And I found this pregnancy. I got the pregnancy test, and it has an X on it. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Is it an X? I feel like it's a plus sign. And in France, she's holding you don't it wrong. Know. Yeah. In, yeah. Oh, well, maybe maybe it's a no, false positive. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I, I think. I think in France it was like a, it was different, you know. Maybe maybe over there, mm-hmm. or for the sake of this, whatever. Maybe. But she's like it turned the stick turned blue, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's the, a lot of stuff is happening right now. Carol, the dispatcher, the trashy dispatcher with the big fake mm-hmm. boobs. She is with. She is with child. Uh, Leah goes running for the bathroom. She is puking. Rob, when Leah got up and ran to the bathroom, I like did a, ra- a lap around my apartment. Like I was like, oh shit, like, oh, this is crazy. Cause I was not expecting that. Okay. She got up and ran. I ran. We ran at the same time. I ran back and she was throwing up. Um, okay. She's, she has the funniest line of the, of the movie. She says, I'm not even pregnant and I'm throwing up. I'm the one, like, yeah. She's pregnant. I'm <laughs> the one who's throwing up. Okay. But then, but then something wild happens. Okay. And this is what I've been, I've been wanting to talk to you. Yeah. I've been wanting to talk to you about this uh, all afternoon. Okay. So this is when I texted you and was like, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. All right. Marie goes in, slaps Thomas across the face. She is wearing dangly earrings. She takes takes them off. Yeah. And she hands them to Thomas because the earrings were not for Carol, pregnant Carol, the dispatcher with the fake boobs. The earrings were not for Leah, his wife, who's in there uh, in there vomiting at the idea that another woman is pregnant with her man's child, even though she cannot get pregnant yet with her man's child. No, no. The earrings were for Marie, who is Vincent's wife. Who is also getting fake boobs. <laughs> Leah's going to really throw up when she realizes that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Chappelle, like this is, this is why. So Thomas, yeah. w- Thomas was hooking up with, with Marie this whole Clearly. time. The whole time. Yeah. I want to so watch reset. the movie again because oh, yeah. I need oh, to yeah. see what was, there were what, like yeah. Were there hints about Thomas and Marie? The whole movie, I guess the only hint that we get is that apparently Thomas, he likes, he likes, he has a type uh, type. and is Marie going through this surgery to be more appealing to Thomas to finally win him over? It wouldn't be the first time we've heard something about this, like. You know, stay tuned to the reunion special. And so, uh, the other thing that I, that I'm really wondering about is in the beginning of the movie, it's Marie who's really pushing for the game. Is is Marie feeling like that she is like we're gonna potentially break up Thomas and 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 Leah? Like you would think if you were cheating on your husband with a person at the dinner party. The last thing you would want to do is play 
let's read every single message that comes in our phones. Oh, Rob, how naive. See, they, you, you tout yourself as a strategic mastermind, but let me tell you the flaw in, in your logic here. Let yeah. me tell you where Marie went with her criminal mastermind that she has. The person she's cheating with is at the table. Yes. So why does she care if anybody's getting text messages? They're not messaging each other. So it's not like she's going to get a message from Thomas that's like, hey, later on, me and you're going to hook up. But is we she trying to-, to break up Thomas and, and, and Leah? No, she literally is she trying to fine. find She's fine with the relationship she already has with Thomas. Yeah, um, she's good here. So why um, so why slap Thomas in the face? Because that he has a because th- there's a third yes. person that he that she didn't know about. It's like yes. I was fine with cheating yes. on my husband with you while you were while you were with while you were married to her. But what I didn't know is that you were also sleeping with your boss. I didn't know about this third person. Right. Lie to her. Don't lie to me. That's exactly what's happening here. And like, and you got this woman pregnant. So not only did you just hurt my friend's feelings mm-hmm. by getting another woman pregnant, but you also have been cheating on me, essentially. Like I knew you were out here cheating on her, but you can't cheat on me. That's not, it's not the same, Rob. And so, poor Vincent. Vincent, the king the of the, the, the saint. The one who's done nothing wrong. You, the, 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 he's married to the biggest villain of the movie. And he's it's in not therapy. He's trying to make this relationship to... work. And here you are, Marie, judging him and being upset at his relationship with y'all's child. Ma'am, maybe if you weren't out here sleeping with y'all homeboy, you would be able to take uh, some time to get to know your daughter. Mm-hmm. maybe just maybe this man would have talked to you about his therapy issues but y'all here double dipping it's like she and she started this see the only reason why i throw so much blame at her feet and not thomas's is because this was marie's idea they could have avoided all of this mm-hmm. um vincent gives like a look does he does he put this together in this in this moment Um. So Vincent is looking at them He's throughout. There's a lot of that throughout this movie, but Vincent is the one who gets the last little glare at everybody because he sees Marie's reaction to all of this. And he has to wonder why she's so affected. Like he doesn't say anything, but it's clear that he's like, what is wrong with you? What are you, what's this issue here? And you, you start to wonder if he's, knows if he suspects something if he's completely just confused by everything it's really hard to tell okay all right so we go back to leah's in the bathroom it doesn't make sense we have sex every day why would he why why would he do this yeah she can't figure it out she's Mm -hmm. like i'm giving this man everything he could possibly want why would he go get someone else pregnant i mean they do have sex every day Mm -hmm. because she's trying to have a baby yeah Um, Um, so yeah. And, the, and the answer would be uh, the, because uh, Thomas is uh, a sex addict. Well, he sucks. I don't want to <laughs> give him an addiction just because okay. he's not great for a person. Like, like even if you look at the way he reacted to the idea that right. Leah could be texting her ex, it was so like so upsetting to him because he knew he was doing dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. was projecting all of that onto her because he knew he wasn't living right. Yeah, yeah. This man is having three relationships at the same time. Yeah, no, he's kind of impressive in that way, but he's still a jerk. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, wait, hold on. Charlotte just got a Facebook message. We're doing Facebook messages, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So somehow Facebook ends up in this. They just kind of feel like they just threw this one in. But she gets the Facebook message, and it's from 
a random person on Facebook that she's never talked to. She said, I've never spoken to this man, but Rob, we just play this game. It's just mm. this joke that we do. Another joke. Every another joke, a jokey joke, just really funny, funny thing that we be doing where I text him explicit things and he texts me back. Like just on Facebook only. Just Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. exclusively there. We've never met, I've never spoken with him. Yeah. And so he wants to know, are you wearing panties? Yeah. Don't yeah, no, chop this is, up this the is... sounds of this podcast and like put this in other things, okay? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, when the out of context account gets to to Rob's sister, you know, said, "Are you wearing panties to Chappelle?" Yeah. Like, I think they're gonna burn us down, burn mm-hmm. it to the stake. Uh, but here's the thing: she's been getting this virtual. She's been having this virtual uh relationship with this man that she's never met. Um, and. Since she's never spoken with him, they actually have the phone call to determine, you know, if that is true, right? If she's lying, if this is actually physical or if it hasn't gone any further than this. And so um, in the phone conversation, the first time I ever spoke, he says, are you wearing panties or not? Um, And this is when Marco has stepped in and he's like, well, are you? Mm -hmm. Are you wearing panties? And Rob, I'm telling you, that first, like in the first or second scene of the movie, I gotta, I gotta watch I, it again. I gotta watch it again. I watched this woman go stash her panties yeah. in her purse. So I'm thinking, hell no, she ain't wearing no panties. Yeah. And it's, uh, so they ask her, like, are you wearing panties? And she's like, uh, like what, what is this? Like uh, Bourbon Street? Uh, that she's just like, uh, okay, sure. Everybody, yeah. You want the answer? Well, Marco is being really pushy about this. Like, he's like, no. Are you wearing panties? Just a no. Like, are you wearing panties? Just a no. Tell me. Yeah, she, and she, she like, can answer fine. verbally. Yeah, yeah. So she just pulls her genitalia out, whips yeah. it out. Oh, just, just you know, gives everybody a good old flash. Let's everybody see. Uh, yeah. No, I ain't, I ain't wearing no panties. I ain't got no panties on. Can you and just I, walk me through like, the, <gasps> the 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 game here? So it's just, it's just, she she goes to a party. Takes the underwear off and and then the guy just like every night like sends like asks like Are you wearing underwear or not? And then sometimes I mean, uh, yes, sometimes no. It's one of those things. If you get a text message that says, "What are you wearing?" You're not like a uh, like, uh, plaid button down. Like no, you gotta you gotta play the game. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm probably wearing but something. But she know uh, she less, gets a message plaid. from this guy every every single night. He has needs, and sometimes he needs to know that she's undrawed. Okay, and so yeah, and she's you know, and she is a method actor of sorts. She's, so yeah. she could say. She could say, I don't have no panties on, but she really wants to feel like she ain't had no panties on. So she took her panties off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> out of context, clip that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, all right. So that the, this, you got, uh, this guy, uh, did they, they call the guy? Yeah. He picks up. Yeah. And it's, cl- and it's clear that he's never talked to her before though. Yeah. He's saying like, Oh my gosh! You said we you said we would never have a conversation on the phone. Like this is so risque. I think are we we never going to meet up? I thought mm-hmm. that was part of the agreement. So it does corroborate everything that she's saying. But the fact that this woman then went and took her panties off just to have the conversation with this man via text, mm-hmm. pretty damning. Yeah. So this is. I mean, the world is a, is a wild place. Uh. So that uh, <laughs> I guess that people are out there, and 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 you just like never talk to the person. You never meet the person. You just are gonna like uh. We're just Facebook Messenger. Uh, you know, risque photo pals. I ain't hurt nobody. I guess you know? not. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It, 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 don't get me wrong. If, yeah, the people are being hurt in, in these married relationships that these so. people are in when they're doing this. Yeah, like the married, the, the marriage is being hurt. But if you're a two single consenting adults, uh, maybe don't send people, you know, images over the internet because it's not safe and that they can be uh, exposed and all the things of that mm-hmm. nature. Like, that's just not smart. But I mean, two consenting adults could have a cyber thing going on mm-hmm. if they want to. I ain't judging. Oh, okay. And if, look, look, if, if, if somebody wants to text me randomly to go take, to ask me if I was wearing panties, I, my answer yeah. would be no, Rob, I, <laughs> I typically don't wear panties. Okay. Uh, so they're getting, they're getting heated, uh, over like, uh, you like if, you. if you don't love me, why don't you leave me? Ben finally stands up and says, all right, guess what? Um, I have an announcement. Uh, I am not in so many words. Uh, that, that, that was my phone that got the text messages from Julian. Poor Ben. Ben has to clear up everything because all it's this whole entire dinner, dinner party has gone to shit. You know, like there's, there's nothing good here yeah. going on right now. Um, so Ben, yeah, he owns up to, it. he says, that was my phone. Marco is not having a relationship with a man, but I am. And I've seen the way y'all reacted to that information from Marco. And I don't like it. Uh, Thomas, I'm looking at you. He didn't even have to say nothing to Thomas. Thomas already knew the game. Like, Mm-hmm. Your homophobia was so strong that I'm pretty sure this is the end of that friendship altogether. Yeah. Um, but also, Charlotte, I heard you too. Um, right. Vincent, your joke about me wearing a dr- about uh Marco wearing a dress caught that one too. You know, and so now they're all they're all super uh hurt because they realize that they've hurt their friend. They've hurt Ben. Yeah. It's so awkward because. Ben has been sitting here watching all this happen around him and couldn't say a word. And now that he finally feels empowered to say a word, he doesn't even feel comfortable in his own space just because his friends all suck. Right. And like, well, why, why did you tell us you should bring, bring Julian to the next uh, dinner party? He's like, yeah. I would never. I would never. Right. I'm never having dinner with you people again. Are yeah. you kidding me? And, Nobody and, will ever meet y'all. Yeah. And you know why? <laughs> because that when you love someone, you protect them. Unlike you people. Yeah. And... I mean, he really put his foot on their necks. Like, you know, they're like, wow, you, he really told us. But this is when Thomas, who should feel like a piece of crap right now, he realizes that he hasn't heard from Leah and that she's still locked in the restroom. So they go over to the restroom door and they're trying to get the door open. They can't get it open. Oh, but look, Ben, the one you were just making fun of is the one who has like, who has the strength to be able to, the professional athlete who can't be on a soccer team kicks the door in. It's like, Shows you, right? Yeah. And so when they kicked the door open, I guess they were expecting to see that maybe Leah was like maybe hurting herself or maybe like in, in a bad way emotionally. She's putting on makeup, getting ready to go. Leah is, uh, she's looking around and she's thinking, aside from uh, Vincent, I ain't really done nothing. I don't know why I'm even with y'all people. I haven't done none of this, to, nothing to deserve any of this. And I'm about to go. But also y'all suck because all of y'all are homophobic. Well, not everybody, but most y'all got some homophobic tendencies. Mm-hmm. There's some blatant homophobia going on. And on her way out, she tells Ben he deserves better too. These, these are not your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she's leaving. Go after her. Um, they uh, like, so uh, we, we see that, you know, uh, Thomas is going to run after her. Um, we see a, that uh, at the Charlotte and Marco, they talk about like, uh, like who is like, Hey, all right. So who was this woman that sent you the photo? Uh, and he says the same thing. It's like a virtual thing. It's just like your Facebook guy. It's like a, like a pina colada song. Yeah. <laughs> they both were I'm cheating sorry. on each other with like, uh, yeah. fake people. 
Is that what the Pina Colada song is about? Uh, like, no, I know well, it's, well, it's, well, it's the Pina Colada song was sort of like they were cheating on each other, but they were both like making a personal ad, but they answered each other's personal ad. So yeah, they like were cheating they on were, each other with yeah, each other. Yeah, right. they were cheating on each other with each other. So yeah, they both were yeah. in just sort of like non-physical, like pen pal. Uh, I mean, it's a, the world is wild. The world is wild, and yeah. honestly, if it works for them as a relationship, they might want to pursue that as a thing. Well, they but, started uh, kissing. I, they needed a spark. You know, um, and this seems to be it. They both have realized in this moment that they lack intimacy in their relationship and that they've been outsourcing that to other people. Neither one of them was bold enough or, you know, was um, malicious enough to go cheat on the other physically. But they were both willing to go do whatever it takes to make sure that they were sexually pleased without crossing that specific line and so now that they can identify that in each other i think they're a little bit more accepting of each other and their their stance toward their relationship so yeah they start kissing and it looks like if anybody is coming out of this as a a a couple unscathed it's this one (laughs) it's like okay um but Chappelle, the things Mm. i I hope everybody's sitting down things are about to take a a turn oh yeah so once we get like the resolution of the Marco and Charlotte drama, the issue is that Leah is leaving. Leah yeah. is gone and Thomas must stop her at all costs. He's chasing her out of the building um, because I don't know. I, I, I really don't understand this moment because of course he wants to win her back. Obviously he's cheating on her. He got another woman pregnant and Marie is in the house, but Marie is standing right there watching him run after the woman that it gets, I'm, Marie might be a supervillain. I'm just saying, like the the, the reason yeah. she's able to just sit through this and almost be unaffected by it is is kind of crazy to me, especially with Vincent standing there staring at her, um, watching all this go down. Mm-hmm. But as as they're chasing Leah out, I think that's when we start to kind of look into, I guess, the Black Mirror um, kind of theme of this movie that just comes uh, out of nowhere since the first scene. Yeah, that th- that. I guess somehow by way of like the power of like the lunar eclipse, I guess we were in the multiverse. Uh, and now we're, it, we're now we're in a multiverse uh, where uh, it's like, yeah, I guess kind of like the, like a community episode uh, where uh, we're going to like the, uh, was it uh, the, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons theory? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where we're, we're now in a p- parallel universe where, Marie wanted to play the game and they said, no, we would never do that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the eclipse happened. Yeah. The eclipse happened and all the sins, Rob, were washed away. Um, And so we, although we saw all of this happen, it's all completely gone. The people run downstairs. Leah gets off the elevator and we're thinking Thomas has to now beg for her forgiveness, but no. there's nothing to forgive. It didn't happen. They didn't play the game. They didn't. We were now in a universe. They talk about the food. They talk about the, they had the same meal. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's Ben, uh, it's Charlotte and Marco, uh, and it's Thomas and Leah. Thomas and Leah never broke up. Uh, Charlotte and Marco never found out each other's secrets. They never found out about Ben and Julian. and everybody just had like a very like boring night at the party. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it. I mean, well, it's, it's so, it's so weird. Yeah. We're going to follow back, uh, Charlotte and Marco to their house. And then we see Charlotte putting her underwear back on. 
<laughs> and we're going to see yeah. Marco sitting in the bathroom, like waiting for his, uh, like checking his phone messages. Yeah, I mean, he checks his message. He sends a selfie back to her. I mean, every like life is back as it was before the dinner party happened. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure they're in a good place in general. Like we know that all these people are basically in, in horrible relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like Vincent still might know something. You know, like he's staring uh, at Thomas on the way out. Yeah. He doesn't really say anything. But well, she has her earrings back on in this in this universe. But then she does she still she does take them off. It's like she only wore the earrings because Thomas was coming over. Yeah, or maybe Thomas gave them to her at the at the in the party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe we should watch it again and see if he like slips them to her. Because yeah, she takes them off, puts them by the keys, and. I don't know. The whole time I was watching Vincent and Thomas look at each other from a distance, it kind of mm-hmm. looks like like Thomas is guilty. Like, right. he, but the question is, does Vincent know that Thomas is guilty? Uh, it's really hard to tell. Okay, to watch it, watch it again, or somebody that like has studied this movie can explain this stuff. I, I will say, very ballsy on the part of Thomas. Like, if somebody was sleeping with my wife, uh, it was like giving her like expensive jewelry, uh, like uh, like that, that that's a very. I mean. Very audacious move, I think, on this person's part. Yeah, the gall of this man, like, right? Where did, to, where did you get those earrings from? I, I didn't. I that uh, it's like, oh, just got them. Yeah, just just some things, you know. Mm-hmm. Just I just found them, and then Thomas is sitting around the room, across the room, like winking at you. Very, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's bold on his part. He needs ass whooped. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for multiple for, reasons. Yeah. Um, but Chappelle, my question for you is that, so which universe were they better off? Were they better off in the universe where all of their secrets were exposed, all of the horrible things happened, or are they better off in the universe where all of the secrets were safe? Well... So at the end of the movie, there's a moment where Marie kind of looks to Vincent and says... Aren't like, oh, isn't it crazy that we didn't play that phone game? And Vincent's point of view is that, you know, we could have played that phone, but maybe we're better. I mean, that phone game, but maybe we're better off not knowing that much about each other. And his stance on the matter, uh, like, does like kind of talk about what the film is about, which is, you know, all these relationships, whether they're friendly or otherwise, like, they're only as functional as they can be, you know, transparent, right? Like, like if you, value like your own sincerity and transparency in a theory then you know the truth is that you can't give that to everybody right like you can't be transparent with everyone because you'll hurt somebody um and i think that's where vincent's stance kind of was is like we don't need to know all this stuff about each other we can keep some elements of our lives to our own being Mm -hmm. or whatever but personally rob I would want to know. I want to know. I yeah. want to know. And I don't give a shit about all the rest of these people's stuff. I want to know about stuff they got to do with me. Yeah. The rest, I don't care what's on y'all phone. But if that, if what happens on your phone has mm-hmm. to deal directly with Chappelle, yeah, tell me about it. But as far as like your mom going to retirement home or whatever, all that stuff, you keep that on, you keep it on yeah. playground. You tell me whatever you want to want me to know. But I, I want to know. I, I think the movie says that you know, even though it is like a huge mess, uh, that is lots of lots of problems. That the the truth is better than 
the 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 sanitized uh cover up i think the people in the movie uh especially in the case of charlotte and marco are happier i mean in the in the in the version where they didn't play the game like uh thomas still got his you know uh the dispatcher pregnant she's still calling uh that's going to come out what like what is he gonna do is he gonna just like keep up this like double life of like Mm -hmm. uh i've got now like uh, a baby on the way with this other person but i'm also gonna stay married and just like keep it a secret forever it's tough because yeah marco and charlotte are probably in a better position than they were in if they play the game right because they now know all the things about each other it turns out that yeah, and their infidelity, yeah, they love jokes, you know, so their <laughs> infidelity is something they could probably laugh off. Yeah. Um, but for someone like Ben, who is really the true victim here, he was outed in front of all of his friends and found out that, you know, maybe these shouldn't be his friends anyway. I mean, don't get me wrong, in the long run, yeah, he should he probably shouldn't be hanging out but with these people. He's free of this obligation to these horrible people. He doesn't yeah, have to go hang should, out with them anymore. Yeah, but he should all he should never be robbed of the opportunity to free himself, you know? And so mm-hmm. that that sucks for him that he had to go through that. But yeah, it definitely gives you a a a point where you can look at it and say, there's probably good and bad on both sides of this, right? Like you could be the Marco Marco and Charlotte and live this life knowing now that we have this secret out, we can kind of build from that. Um, or you could be you know, Leah, whose life is like ruined in a way, you know, or Thomas, whose life is, I mean, his he was doing it to himself, but imagine being Vincent. There's mm-hmm. no winning for Vincent here at all. You know, like on the one, on the one hand, Vincent watches all this happen. And now his wife knows that he has a good relationship with his daughter, but he never finds out for sure that his wife is cheating on him. Yeah. Um, actually that, that part made me sad also that I felt like that the, um, this the uh, relationship between uh Vincent and Marie like i thought that that was when when Marie overheard the conversation from Margot the daughter when she called up about the party and she talked about how mom doesn't understand her like that uh, i i felt like that that was going to be a you know a, a paradigm shift in that in that relationship and that that ultimately that is never going to happen and um, that Marie is never going to find out like how her daughter uh, feels and that relationship will, will not change. Yeah. But I mean, Vince is still stuck with Marie who's a dirty yes. cheater. Yes. You know, like, so that's the thing. Like, so on, on the one hand, yeah, she doesn't get to mend the relationship with her daughter, which would be nice, but also she's still getting away with the most hurting of anybody here. Right. Like, there, don't you know Leah's in a bad spot like, don't she's really bad off but from what I can tell Marie is really the person who makes away with like the crime of the century like, she does this and the worst thing she found out was that the person that she was cheating with was cheating on her um, but in both storylines she gets away with it she is not in any way affected by her own infidelity it's crazy mm-hmm yeah, yeah, she's we, a villain. I I do not like Marie. Just uh, that that twist where she takes off the earrings and nobody finds out. Why is she exempt? I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess uh, at the end of the day, uh, sucks to be Vincent. <laughs> yeah. Um. At the end, uh, yeah. Who says uh, in love, some things are best kept secret? Yeah. I mean, that's Vincent's line. And yeah. um, I don't know if he really believes that. Or maybe he's trying to keep that secret from himself because he 
would he, I mean, would he be happier knowing that Marie is cheating on him? It's hard to tell. Um, but this what does movie he say that to? He says that to Marie. To Marie? He does. When she's like, why didn't we play the game? Like, we, uh, aren't you yeah, glad we didn't play it. the phone game? And he's like, I mean, I think so. I think sometimes it's better to not know. And I think maybe he knows and just doesn't want confirmation. But this movie ends, Rob, with Leah about to have children with a man who's cheating on her with two women at the same time. Ben is in a friend group who might not accept him as much as they as he thinks that they will. And then Charlotte and Marco are pretending to not see the own their own relationship problems because the eclipse happened. So mm-hmm. yeah, Rob, I think you asked the perfect question and I don't think there's a right answer to that. Okay. All right. Well, Chappelle, they talked me into it. All right. Let's, uh, when, when I see you in person, let's just let take everybody's phones out. Oh, I, I thought you were going to ask me if I had panties on Rob. The answer is always no. I always never, no. I, never at any point. Am I wearing panties. Well, not commando, just not panties. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I thought this is a great movie. A great movie. Great. You didn't like it? I mean, great, great movie. Like, if you gave it a Rotten Tomato score, Rob, what would be the Rotten Tomato score? What's that? Like, one out of a hundred? Like, well, you don't give a... Like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is, like, fresh or not fresh, right? Like, uh... Well, is it certified oh, fresh? Oh, is it fresh? Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't like it. You think... I, it was fine, but... This like, is what I'm looking for uh, in a movie. Like, uh, okay. like yes. what, was I bored? Was I on my phone? No. No. Yeah. It's like, well, look, oh, where's got- this going next? Uh, that, you know, I, I thought this was a, uh, a, you know, my kind of movie. No, no, no. This was good mess. I like good mess. Like I said, I did a lap around the apartment when uh, Leah took off running. I took off running. It was like an episode of Mari. Like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Because it was crazy. There was so much going on. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's That's not bad. fans to score or critics score? Uh, yeah, that was the tomato meter. The yeah. audience score is 73%. Okay. All right. So, you know, us highbrow critics uh, say fresh. Yes. The Seppin Walls. The Seppin Walls. Uh, yeah, would, would love this. Yeah. So, you yeah, so? I thought this was very <laughs> thought provoking. Uh, my thoughts were provoked. It, it leaves questions unanswered. It gives you something to talk about. And then it also gives you a reason to look at your spouse across the table and squint. You know, like, oh, you have a code on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rob. Yes. You and Nicole playing the game, right? I mean, it's, you know, so it's like, I, I almost like, uh, like for it's not like I am going to get exposed. I say to myself, uh, like, do, do I even want to know? Like, uh, is ignorance bliss? Are you Vincent? You know, <laughs> Vince yeah. is like, Hey, is ignorant, bl- ignorance bliss. And that's a good question. That's why you get two phones, Rob. Two phone burner. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The Kevin Gates of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I uh, hope people enjoyed talking about this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay, Chappelle, um, what are we doing next week? Uh, well, our initial goal was to tap into all three of the options from the poll. Oh, we're so our do first the, option. Yeah, choose or die. That's what we talked about. Now, is choose or die still in the top 10 of Netflix? Yeah, because it was new. Back, well, is anything in the top 10 of Netflix at this point? I mean, I, we're on borrowed time. I mean, think they have their I, own top 10. I think these things are still going to be in the top 10. I don't know about that. Okay, so the top ten I'm seeing in the U.S. today: Selling Sunset, which we talked about. Um, I guess they do. They I guess they have new episodes. Uh, the Marked Heart. I don't know what that is. Uh, the gross. John Wayne Gacy tapes. Yeah, oh, looks gross. Mm, okay. Uh, Married at First Sight, Bridgerton, which we all know is already being covered elsewhere. Yeah. Anatomy of a Scandal. Whoa. Bullshit. The game show. Okay. The Ultimatum, 
which is being covered. Um, Coco Melon and uh, what is this? Harlan Corbin's uh, Hold On Tight. Okay. Hold Tight. Yeah. That's the top uh, 10 TV shows. Okay. Um, TV shows. Yeah. And then uh, so there's a top top 10 movies right now. Okay. Uh, We Mm -hmm. have number one is called 365 Days This Day. Wait, wait, wait. I think I know that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's a soapy, steamy drama. Oh yeah. So let me give you the, my version of what that is. Cause I don't, I have never seen it. I've never read any synopsis, but I was talking to a friend about it earlier and they basically said like a guy who was like in the mob or something, he saw this woman and he decided to kidnap her for a year to give her a year to fall in love with him. And then in the meantime, he was going to be like, uh, sexually aggressive with her, uh, to get her to open up to him almost 50, 50 shades of gray style. Uh, mm. and they're about to drop us. Yeah. A so I think that's the sequel. So there's three, six, yeah. 365 days. And then there's 365 days this day. Right. So 365 days is the original. See, it's 365 days. This day is the sequel. Um, and then it's, there's supposed to be a, a third movie. It's a trilogy. Uh, but it's basically like a romance novel come to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rob, the premise that this man like kidnaps this woman uh, and she gets Stockholm syndrome, I guess, or mm. I don't know. But that's the goal. Uh, I don't want to watch it. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's a long way to go. We're not going to watch it. Okay, yeah, um, I'll, right. I'll talk uh, myself the, out of it. The then. mystery of uh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, this is a is this one is it one movie, one documentary. Uh, it seems that way. Yeah, the, care about uh, Marilyn the, Monroe. I mean, we care, but do we care to talk yeah. about it? Oh, okay. I'm good. All right. Um, there is uh, a movie called Silverton uh, Siege. There is a movie called How It Ends, uh, which sounds like a little bit of a Armageddon uh, movie. I feel like we get a lot of that these days. We already um, did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, then listen to this. Number six is Shrek. Number seven is Shrek 2. Uh, number eight is Shrek Forever After. Number nine wow. is cleaner, and number ten is uh, white hot Abercrombie and Fitch. Wait, where's Shrek the Third? I don't know. It didn't make the they cut. left the they left the best Shrek movie off the top ten. I guess so. Wow, I, I, what a choice! Yeah, um, yeah, Rob. I mean, none of them really jump out at me as like something we gotta talk about. Um, so if you have any ideas, I'd be willing to. I'd be willing to hear it. All right, so you want to leave it open for next time out? There's also we a new uh, Mike Myers show. Have you seen this? Uh, the uh, Pentaveret. I saw the the preview, but yeah. I can't tell. Is it is it funny? I don't if know. Funny, Mike Myers has been uh, speaking of Shrek uh, has been uh, very hit or miss in his uh, career. He's had some high highs and some low lows. Uh, that I do know uh, that I listened to. Uh, Mike Myers was on. I listened to uh, a podcast uh, about uh, with a lot of like former SNL alumni uh, mm. with Dana Carvey and David Spade, and they interviewed Mike Myers. Uh, and uh, this show, The Pentaveret, is about uh, like five or six people that actually like run the world, uh, and uh, Mike Myers I think plays all of them in this uh, new series for Netflix. Uh, if you down, I am. It it sounds like a I lot. Don't know. It, 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 it doesn't sound like a lot. I, I don't know if it's going to be a great the podcast. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's the hard thing. Right? There's a ton of stuff on here that we could watch. Uh, 
people were not happy, Rob, that we did not talk about the kid, the little kids running their errands. Uh, okay. Um, I'm just saying, yeah. is it old enough? Yeah, people were like, we demand to I, see those little kids. Yeah. Uh, you can talk about it. What about the 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 BS game show with Howie Mandel? Is that uh, interesting to check that out? I I reached out to smarter people than me to find out what they thought about they that show. No. They said they didn't. I mean, we could probably talk about it, but they okay. they as a as a concept for a game show, I don't think it would be great television. But I think if we got that person on as a guest, we could have some fun talking about it. Okay. Um. All right, so let's send in your suggestions at nothing but R-H-A-P. Yeah. And let us know. And then we will come back uh, in one week's time and tell you about uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, let us know what you're thinking, and we will try to cover or it on the podcast. should we rewatch this movie and then talk about what we missed? Oh, yeah, because you got to go see that woman take off her panties and throw mm-hmm. them in the purse. It yeah. happened. I'm telling you, it yeah. happened. Supposed um, to happen. Yeah, it did. But yeah, find uh, find us something to talk about, y'all. If you are a listener, thank you so much for supporting and, and giving us feedback and letting us know what you think. Keep it coming because we are looking to keep Netflix in business. I'm trying to We're get trying. an email address. I'm trying to get an email address so I can talk to Netflix, but Sam told me I couldn't have one. Just saying. Okay. All right. We can get you an email address. I told Sam I want it. He doesn't respect me in the shows, but whatever. It's yeah. fine. Chappelle, where can people hmm. keep up with what you're doing? Here. You know, I, I'm on RHAP. I'm mm-hmm. very happy uh, on RHAP. It's, very, it's, it's a good time. You know, I get to talk to you on this podcast, but over on Post Show Recaps, I also get to talk about The Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead specifically right now. And I'm still talking about Atlanta with Mari Forth and Latanya Starks. And so that's a good time too. Uh, I was on the RHAP BNB not too long ago. So check that out if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And I think I should be guesting on 90 Day Fiance soon oh. um, or the 90 Day Fiance podcast with Puya on the wrap up. And so that should be a good time too. Uh, I, I don't know if I missed anything, but I think that's about it. So you can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show where I will be tweeting out all those links eventually. Okay. All right, Chappelle, uh, great job here tonight. Of course, uh, we appreciate when you subscribe to the Nothing uh, But Netflix feed. Go to robinswebsite.com slash Netflix feed for that. Uh, Thanks for checking out our recap of Nothing to Hide. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.